Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. It is so good to be on with you all this evening. I've seen people tuned in already. I see your comments tuned in from Malta, South Africa, various places around the United Kingdom. Do comment below. Let us know where you are tuning in from, your town, your city. Let us know what you've been up to. We trust you've had a blessed, blessed week so far. And this is Holy Week. And this is a time where we reflect on everything our Lord and Saviour went through for us. You know, I'm reminded of Christmas time and, yeah, we remember the birth, we remember the word that became flesh. But this is where we see the assignment fulfilled. This is where we see the rubber hitting the road. This is where we see Christ really obedient and his obedience is shown to the point of death and even the death of the cross. Such a holy week. And as I get into the comments in just a moment, I would like to say tonight's going to be special because Pastor Tanya is actually resting this evening and I have a special guest on with me tonight. He's a dear friend of the ministry. He's a dear friend of myself personally, Dr. Hugh Jackman. Dr. Hugh, great to be on with you, man. Hey, man, it's great Praise to the be Lord. here. Praise Hallelujah. the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. It's been, it's been a long time coming, really, because... It has. We were with you in Spain. You've been part of the journey for years, really. And, yeah. To be honest with you, it's, it's, I think it's a prophetic moment. It's really a, a wonderful prophetic moment for, for me to be here. Wow. Uh, because when I first came across your ministry, um, I felt like God was going to connect us at some point. Wow. And um, I think I, I emailed you. Yeah, yeah. And I said to you, I, I'd, I'd seen you... Uh, ministering out on the streets mm. and uh, and I was particularly blessed by the way you were literally walking like Jesus wow. I was impressed by that and I thought this this don't mind me saying young guy this yeah young yeah guy. <laughs> now I receive it brother yeah, I, I said there's something about this young guy that is I can see Christ in him wow and that's what we should be doing we should be able to see Christ in each other. Amen. Because it's his power that's working. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and so I thought, I can see Christ in this young man. I don't know how, I didn't know how advanced you were, but I could see that you were operating way beyond your years. Mm. And I thought, I want to connect with this young man. So this is a prophetic. Hallelujah. Moment. Amen. So oh. It's great to be here and connect with you. Man. Absolutely. Can I just say, I don't know what the Holy Spirit is going to do tonight. Wow. But bro, I do know this one thing. For everybody who tunes in tonight, mm. I don't know how deep people are into when you said this is Holy Week. Sure. It's actually so deep. Mm. Because this is actually, oh, is it? You need a bit more sound and go like this. Sure, sure, sure. Look, this is is not just Holy Week. This is, and this is so important. We are, we have entered right now. As the sun went down, we've entered a moment that God the Father has decreed a special blessing time. Wow! Because this is what the, the, these feasts are known as the Moedim of God. Wow. And so that basically means it's my appointed time. It's an appointment. Wow. So listen to this. And it just came to me just before the broadcast. This is a Moedim of God. It's an appointed time. Wow. So God has said, 
This is what he says in these times. He says, if you come to me in these times, wow. because this is my appointment, I'm making an appointment with you. And if you come to me in these times, he, these are the what these are the times that God promises, the Father promises to meet us. Hallelujah. So tonight, whoever's watching, wow. whoever's tuning in tonight, hmm. I believe this is a Mo'edim for you. And God will meet you at your point of need. Hallelujah. I think I'm going to pray for some people. Glory tonight. to God. It's going to be powerful. I think some people are going to get delivered tonight. I think Amen. there's going to be some activations tonight. Wow. Amen. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's going yeah. to be great. I want to greet a few people. And I want to make sure everyone can hear us okay. Because I've just seen a couple of comments there. I just want to make sure everyone can hear us okay. If there's any issues, do comment below. And uh, obviously, me and Dr. Hugh have got loads to share tonight. So um, I'm stirred up. So if you are believing God for a miracle, for a healing, for a deliverance, whatever it may be, don't go anywhere. Just turn up your volume, put your seatbelt on, sit still and enjoy the word of God today. I want to greet a few more people that are on right now. We actually have... Claudette from Luton, bless you. We have someone tuned in from Hertfordshire. Great to have you on with us today. Bless you. Hallelujah. Wow. We've got people tuned in from South Africa, the Caribbean. Can we keep scrolling, guys? I want to see some of these comments. Hey, Brother Olivier says, hello, everyone from Portugal. Great to have you on, bro. And happy anniversary to both you and Sister Carol. We've got Goetta from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Wow. We've got Kelly. Are we getting them on the screen as well, them comments? We've got Kelly from Jamaica. Great to have you on with us. We've got Nina all the way from Abu Dhabi. Glory be to God. This is why I love the power of the media. Amen. Yeah, in the realm of the spirit, there is no distance, there is no time, there are no restrictions. And I almost feel like when it comes to media and the media anointing, which I know you walk in, as do we, I feel like the way we can reach people across the globe, across the nations, in one moment, at one time, boom, by the spirit of God, the word of the Lord can just drop. And I believe they're the divine appointments that are going to happen tonight. Because we we never know what God is going to do or yeah. say because it's His agenda, not ours. Amen. Um, and so, yeah, this I I'm excited about this yeah. because it's this is you have a media calling, yeah, and it's a powerful one. Sure, you know I'm trying to catch up with you. <laughs> God has been so good. Uh, listen, you're you're an incredible encouragement, and I thank God for your life and. Uh, just to, I guess, recap a little bit, we were actually with you. I know you've transitioned a little bit, but we were with you in Spain not too long ago. For those that don't know, we actually took a men, uh, well, a group of men of God from our church out to Spain. And we had an, a beautiful time of fellowship, prayer, and just, you know, it's important for men to talk, isn't it? Yeah, and it was it was a really incredible time because the Spirit of God showed up. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and when God shows up, you just never know what He's gonna do. And we had prophetic words. We mm, had it was amazing, you know. And we should expect those things because the Bible says that in the last days, the Lord will pour out His Spirit on all flesh, Amen. and His sons and daughters will prophesy. And that began to happen. Hallelujah! When we were together. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was yeah. so so good. Um, 
Yeah, glory be to God. Mm. I'm excited about today because I know once we delve into the scriptures and yeah. into the word of God, it's it's just it's going to be deep tonight. So yeah. I just want to encourage every single person on. We've got Mahogany from New York. Bless you. We've got Diane watching from Guyana. Great, great to have you on, Diane. We've got Sandy from Cranford. Great to have you on. David from Hampshire area. I'm just I'm being quite quick just because I want to get through as many and greet a few people today. We've got Shalom tuned in from Papua New Guinea. What a powerful name, firstly. That's a beautiful name, Shalom. Glory be to God. That's, you know, God bless the parents or unless the Holy Spirit calls that name to. Yeah. Yeah. Lorna all the way from Fiji. Bless you. Sophie, we got Jose from Los Angeles, California. Great to have you on with us. Bless you. We got Diego from Milton Keynes. We got Paul from Tunbridge Wells. We got yeah, so many people on. So many people on. It's amazing. Glory be to God. It's going to be an awesome night. It's <laughs> going to be an awesome night. It's really, really amazing. This is incredible to think. You know, when you think about the technology that's yeah. now being used. I mean. When I got into television, how many years ago, 22 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. it was, um, the cost of doing these things, the technology that was involved and what wow. we had to put together to do television, and you certainly wouldn't be able to reach the whole globe. You you, you got people tuning in literally from all around the world here. Wow. And that's Hallelujah. super powerful. Amen. You know, can you imagine if tonight, just for a few moments we could gather all these people together so that there could be maybe a prayer, a moment of prayer where wow. all of us are in agreement Amen. all around the world. That's, That's what it. the body of Christ is Hallelujah. all about. I believe we're going to do that today. Yeah. Look, this is a tremendous platform and it's a tremendous meeting place for Hallelujah. the Lord. Glory yeah. be to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just greet a couple of more people, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a little bit more than a couple, just a few more of you, and then we're just going to delve into what the Lord has today. Yeah. Hey, John, all the way from Karachi, Pakistan. Great to have you on. We have Inna from Melbourne, Australia. Bless you. Praise be to God. Wow, wow, wow. God is so, so good. I see your comments. I see people from Pragma Church tuned in. Fatima, Olivier, many others. Andre from North Devon. Amazing, Brother Andre. Glory to God. Yvonne, we've got someone else tuned in from Los Angeles. Great to have you on with us. Glory be to God. So as we said at the beginning of this broadcast, do not go anywhere. Just get ready for a powerful broadcast. And I want to ask you to do like this on YouTube right now and do share the broadcast. Do subscribe comment below really connect with us because we're doing these broadcasts every single week and uh, there's testimonies flooding in every single week so do stay connected comment below like hit subscribe hit the notification bell and all of that hey pinky all the way from dubai great to have you on with us hey nicole rebecca great to have you all on amber from pakistan amy from south africa Wow. Dr. Phil from Harrow, my friend. Oh, amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Great to have you on with us, sir. Mm. Hallelujah. We've got Ayaz from Chesterfield. Great to have you on, Ayaz. Hallelujah. 
Well, glory be to God. Glory be to God. So, Doctor Hugh, it's a special week. Yeah. On Sunday, we remembered Palm Sunday, and do you know what really touches my heart about this love story, about our wonderful faith, our wonderful journey with God? It's an adventure. Oh yeah. And people that say, "Oh, God is boring." No, no, God's not boring. We're boring. Yeah. You know, tell me about this it. This is an exhilarating adventure. You know, I come across young people. And when it comes to the millennial generation and they come to church and, you know, many of them, because they may not receive their breakthrough in the first 60 seconds, some will say, oh, I tried that Christian stuff and that didn't work. (laughs) But now a lot of the time that Christian stuff tried you and you didn't work. You know, I see Christianity as an adventure. Absolutely. And when I look at this Holy Week, I have to look at the build up to this Holy Week. So we think about the time of Christmas where the word became flesh and dwelt among us. I like to describe it like this. God put skin and bones on and he came to walk in our neighborhoods. And what's special is the adventure of even when we look at the disciples that get plucked. Simon being a fisherman, you know, just a businessman. And then all of a sudden he gets plucked. And then used of the Lord. You're not going to catch fish anymore. You're going to catch people. There's a greater call. And in the rest of the disciples, and the list goes on and on of the journey. And they would have had fun times. They would have had adventurous times. I believe they would have been laughing at times. They would have had memorable moments of miracles breaking out. Pharisees getting upset. The Romans getting, you know, upset. They would have had amazing moments, right? Mm. And then it comes to this week. Christ comes back into Nazareth and people are saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And it's as if the closer Christ gets to the cross, the crowd around him gets smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, you see Judas obviously betrayed Christ eventually for a few coins. Peter denies Christ. It seems like the closer Christ gets to the cross, the crowd around him gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And really, in some ways, it's a beautiful story because it had to happen. The cross had to happen. The gruesome bloodshedding at Calvary had to happen. But it would have been a sad moment for the disciples. It would have been a scary moment for them. Yeah. And this is where I do want the viewers to understand the depth of this week. The depth of, you know, the lead up and build up to Good Friday and to yeah. the sufferings of Christ. You know, look, this is an amazing uh, moment. As I said, it's a prophetic moment Mm. because, as you say, that uh, when most churches would have been uh, celebrating what they would call or we would call Palm Sunday. Sure. The the real interesting thing is that there is an undercurrent of prophetic uh, prophetic occurrences Mm. which all happened around this period of time. And Christ was actually fulfilling these things. He was bringing these things to pass. And so, you know, the thing is that, like I said, there is an undercurrent here in these times, which generally the church is a little bit unaware of. The real undercurrent of what was happening. And the bottom line is, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ was his reason for going to the cross mm. was way 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 more than just a religious festival wow. he wasn't going to the cross just you know to give us something to to do on good friday uh, i often find that 
people don't know. They don't know whether to laugh, to smile, to praise, yeah, yeah. to worship. Some people get very sad around this time. But mm. it's not about sadness for the Lord Jesus. It's about victory because this is the victory. Mm. This is the victory season for us wow. with Christ. And so, you know, you and I, you know, we talk a lot about the grace of God. Yeah, And all absolutely. of the things that, that have come to us and through us yeah. because of that great grace. Amen. And so it's really important at these times to pick out and try to understand how the grace runs through this season wow. so we can see it clearly for what it is. Hallelujah. As you share that, I mean, it's so deep that I believe this grace we are talking about, this is the gospel. Yeah, 100%. You know, this is the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I'm reminded of a scripture in the book of Hebrews that says, you've turned away from the first oracles of God, and you now need someone to remind you again of those first oracles. And you have become unskilled in the word of righteousness. And, you know, when the I... word of righteousness. Exactly. Yeah. And when I look at Romans chapter 1, verse 16, it says that I'm unashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation for those who believe. And then it goes on to say, and in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. So within the gospel, righteousness is revealed. Amen. And that righteousness is that gift of us having the God-given ability to stand right with the Father, yeah. to stand in his presence without any sense of guilt, shame, or inferiority. Yeah. And that righteousness would not be given to us Unless it was for Christ. Absolutely. I mean, he is our righteousness. That's wow. the, the first thing we need to understand is everything that he did, everything that he did on the cross, everything, every action that mm. he was doing when he was on the earth had a, an ultimate, there was an ultimatum. Wow. And it was to bring us his righteousness. And you know what? I tell you what's been fascinating me a lot lately, Daniel. I've been... Um, on my own program, exploring a thought. Um, and it comes very clearly at this time. And the thought that I've been exploring is basically the fact that we have Christ living on the inside of us. Wow. And so can I can I quote a scripture? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, you know, when we approach uh, this time Good Friday and so on. Like I said, people really don't know, mm. or it seems as if people don't know whether to rejoice, whether to cry, what to do. But I want to quote Galatians 2.20, if wow. I may. Wow, powerful Galatians 2.20, yeah. Wow. Um, this is what it says. And maybe we just kind of see how the Holy Spirit uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, takes us from this point on. I want to quote this. I, I would like for everybody who's watching to get their Bibles open, if you've got your Bibles, just get Galatians 2. We're going to read just a couple of verses, Galatians 2, 20 and 21. And it begins like this. I mean, look, you've got to read the whole thing to get the flavor of it. But, but Daniel, what it says is, in verse 20, I, this is the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. Right. Can I just, before, I don't want to read any more. I just want to stop there and say something. The Apostle Paul has made a statement that is pretty, it's pretty shocking, really. Wow. If, you, if, you, if you didn't know Paul, 
you might think he was a little bit doolally, mm. a bit wacky, right. because he just <laughs> said, here's a, a living man saying something, a, li a man who's alive in the natural, in the flesh, saying, I've been crucified with Christ. Wow. And it occurred to me when I was reading this the other day, Daniel, is that every single believer should be able to say exactly the same words. Every one of us wow. should be able to say, I have been crucified with Christ. And so that's the first part of this mystery that unfolds. When we talk mm. about Good Friday, Christ going to the cross, the first part of the mystery is if Paul said it, we should be able to say it too. Hallelujah. You know, we're walking like Jesus, right? Amen. So if Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ, wow. what happened to the rest of us? Wow. And you know, the thing about it is, Daniel, that, that I've discovered something. I don't know about the viewers who are watching right mm. now, but I want to say this. Many times believers are having problems in their life. Come on now, I'm mm -hmm, going to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Come on now. They, they're having problems in their life and they don't know why they're having those problems. Mm. Come on, let's say Jesus. amen to that, all right? Because I, I can put my hand up That's and say words. that as well, right? So here's what happens. The more alive we are in the flesh, mm. the more alive we are in the flesh, the less alive we are in the spirit. Wow. So, so what I'm saying is, let's say somebody is having some problems in a specific area mm. in their flesh. Maybe the reason why the problem is exasperating is because they're too alive in the flesh. Wow. Look at the Apostle Paul's words again. I've been crucified with Christ. Wow. So the, the statement, I remember when we were doing the men's fellowship, you brought something along these lines. Mm. The statement is basically, yeah, we got grace. We have grace. But there's something else that's going on in this whole process of us becoming Christians where we are supposed to be able mm. to make the same statements. People wow. might say, well, hey, Powerful. that's, no, but that's Paul. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. Paul. Paul can say that yeah. because Paul wrote half the New Testament. Paul can say that because Paul, Paul was wow. special. Paul, Paul, Paul is, you know, I'm not Paul. Mm. I didn't write the New Testament. No. The same faith that Paul had is the same faith we're all supposed to have. Mm -hmm. So when we think about the crucifixion, Christ going to the cross, it wasn't so that we can have some religious experience. Mm. It was so that we can tap into, by grace, mm -hmm. tap into what Christ has done. Jesus. And that's what Paul's doing here. Hallelujah. Bro, he's saying, wow. I have been crucified with Christ. Come on now. Wow. I mean that that brings us into the that brings us to the crucifixion mm. in a way that perhaps many of us have never thought about before. Wow. I've been crucified too. Wow. See, Christ didn't die on that cross so that we can have a religious experience. Mm. He died on that cross so that we can be the experience. Wow. Hallelujah. You, you, you get where I'm coming Beautiful. from. Yeah. Powerful. And you know, he says, it's no longer I that lives. Well, this is, this is mind-blowing, wow. mind-blowing revelation because he says, it's no longer I that lives. Mm. But he says, it's, it's Christ who lives in me. Wow. So, so now we've got a conundrum. One, he says, I was crucified with Christ. But then he says, it's no longer I that lives. Mm. So not only is he, is he identifying with the crucifixion, he seems to also be identifying with the resurrection. Wow. Mm. <laughs> I've Beautiful. been crucified and I've been raised. Powerful. Yeah. 
See, what I love about this portion of scripture Please. is it's so in opposite to the ways of this world. Come on now. If you look at secular motivational speakers, yeah. they would say, oh, the five ways of the 10 steps of the better me. Oh, five steps or the 10 ways of the more confident I. Yeah. See, the gospel isn't self-centered. I like that. Christianity is about being crucified. And I love that mm. we're looking at this portion of scripture on this particular week. Yeah, we're a couple of days away until Good Friday. Because this also brings an awareness to the Christian that, yes, Christ died, but you need to die as well. Come on. Yes, Christ was crucified, but you've been crucified as well. Yeah. And the same way we started off this broadcast by saying the closer Christ got to the cross, the crowd around him got smaller and smaller and smaller. I believe that that can happen in our lives as we catch this genuine revelation of grace, of being crucified, of denying ourselves. That's what you call consecration. Yeah. That's what you call set apart. Mm. And the closer you get to the cross, the cro- closer you get to being crucified, the closer yeah. you get to being a dead man walking, Come on. can be a lonely walk. Yeah. And it can lead to your circle actually getting smaller yeah. as opposed to your circle getting larger. Yeah. So the closer Christ got to the cross, the crowd got smaller. And I just want to say this to someone watching right now. You might need to deny those wrong relationships. You might need to say no to those narcissistic boyfriends and girlfriends. I want to let you know right now, the moment you say yes to Jesus, the moment he says, follow me, and you begin to carry your cross and follow him, the moment you get to that point of not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Mm. In other words, just like John the Baptist said, I must decrease, yeah. Christ must increase. Amen. I believe the maximum amount of humility, Dr. Hugh, that mm. any human being can possibly walk in mm. is to die. Because humility is less about me, yeah. more about God, yeah. right, in this context. And to walk in the maximum amount of humility is... Lord, not just 90% about you and 10% about me. No, 0% about me. I'm a dead man walking. I've been crucified of Christ. You know, people, I, I'm finding this out, and this is something that the Lord is... Re- this is a fresh revelation that mm. God is... I think he's bringing it right now, even into the body of Christ. Yeah. And I think right. that... And there's a struggle. Daniel, there's a... Listen, there's a struggle. I, I need to say something. Mm. There's a struggle... In the church today, I'll tell you what it is. We want to stay alive. Come on, man. Ooh, you're you know what deep, I'm saying? Yeah, you're going deep we, already. We want, we want to stay alive. Ooh. We don't want to die. Jesus. Because you know what it is? We think that to die, we think that Ooh, to I die is to lose. But uh, 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 Paul said, to live is Christ. Hmm. To die is gain. gain. So, so, so we want to stay, you know, we want to stay alive but, you know, and when we talk this way, people think, what's this guy talking about? Yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. does he want to die? No, I don't want to. I'm not talking about dying physically. I'm talking about the true definition of grace, right? Is when we really, our focus comes off of our deeds, mm. what we do, which is all about 
what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. And we, we transfer our vision to what Christ did wow. on a daily basis. So we go from do, do, do mm. to did, did, did. What did Christ do? And it's all about getting our eyes totally focused on the finished work of Christ. And I think that that is part of this. Paul got this. It's obvious that Paul got this, which is why, you know, throughout, you know, I was looking at uh, the book of Colossians the other day. Sure. And in Colossians, again, Paul kind of lays out this amazing, uh, uh, um, it's like an introduction in Colossians 1, around about chapter uh, 1, verse 26, around there. And he says, you know, I want to tell you, I've been released to tell, I'm paraphrasing, to tell you this thing called the gospel. And then he describes it and he says, there's there's riches of the glory of the mystery. I should yeah. really just get Colossians it out. Colossians 1, 27. Exactly. Powerful scripture. Riches of the glory of the mystery. He lays it out in, and yeah, he gives yeah. this kind of levels, Ooh. right? And, and so what he's saying is there's a mystery. Mm. That mystery has glory. And the glory uh, has... It was a, hidden. A, a, and it's further unfolding. Wow. So you've got three levels, wow. riches of the glory of the mystery. Mystery, glory, riches. Levels of it. And then he got, after he says all of that, he says, I'm going to give it to you in a simple sentence. The sentence is, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Beautiful. So here we are, you know, in oh. this holy, holy week holy time where generally what we do as the church is we we kind of get a little bit religious mm, but yeah, yeah. this is the season of time this is a and, and and that's why i start off by saying brother daniel people need to grasp that before christ walked on the earth there was a group of people on planet earth that were trying to fulfill this thing Wow. That it was called the Passover. This whole time was called the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the time and season of Passover. And they had been celebrating for, for, for years, all the way back to Moses, all the way back to the law. They were celebrating this thing called the Passover. Now, what people don't realize generally is that everything about the season of time when Christ went to the cross coincided with these what are called Mo'adim of God. This Mo'adim, the time and the date that he goes to the cross, everything wow. is exactly planned. It's perfectly planned. Oh. But the purpose, mm. the purpose, my dear brother, is what exactly what the Apostle Paul said. Wow. The outcome is very simply Christ in you the hope of glory. That was the whole purpose. There's a mm. tapestry that is, I'm not going to get too deeply mm -hmm. into the, the Hebrew side of it sure, tonight, sure. but the tapestry that unfolds has a mystery and the mystery at the end of it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Beautiful. That's why, the, the, that's why he said, it's no longer I that lives, powerful. but Christ who lives in me. And, and you see this throughout Paul's writings. Once you begin to see it, you see that the one who was the father of grace, the one who, mm. who, who preached grace more than anybody else, has as his foundation this absolute inner knowledge that Christ is constantly in him, always, all the time. So, Daniel, when we pray tonight for people, yeah, yeah. it's not Daniel and mm. Hugh that's praying. It's Christ. 
Wow. Now that, that that sounds strange. I know yeah, people can yeah. say, "Are you saying you're Christ?" No, I'm not saying we're Christ, mm. but we are the body of Christ. Amen. He's the head; we're the body. Hallelujah. And when we're praying, if we don't pray with that with that knowledge that Christ is praying through us or in us, or He is the the power that shapes what we do and what we say, then we're praying in vain. Powerful. We're praying in vain. The whole purpose of him coming was to deposit his life in us. And so that's why I'm so excited because tonight we've got people from all over the absolutely, world. Absolutely, absolutely. You touched on something earlier, right? Yeah. You said those that can't, let's say, fulfill the call of God on their life or do what God's calling them to do, and those that struggle with this message, it's those that are still alive. Yeah. And I have found this even in wow. the area of pride. And I must touch on pride because yeah. I feel like the reason why people struggle so much to be a recipient of the true gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of grace. Yeah. The reason why people struggle is because there's still self-centeredness. You know, one thing I've noticed about pride, pride isn't just, oh, everyone, I'm better than you. Pride can also be, oh, no, I'm not good enough. No, I can't go and share that with someone. Oh, no, I can't go on that table and start eating yeah. because it's still a form of self-centeredness. You know, I come across people, you know, when we want to encourage people to evangelize and win souls. And one thing I notice is the reason why they are nervous, yeah. the reason why they don't want to look embarrassed is because they're still alive. Absolutely. Brother. A lot of the time, evangelism is this. Walk up to a street corner, wow. show up and die. <laughs> You've got to die to that. you got to die to that, uh, that fear yes. to stand before people. Absolutely. And when you've died with Christ, yeah. you can't fear anymore because yeah. you've died. When you've died with Christ, it's no longer about your reputation. Oh, you died. When you died with Christ, you're no longer a sinner. You died. Oh, man. This revelation, Doctor Who, that we are releasing today, and I want to just yeah. prophesy this right now, yeah. that this Good Friday, this Resurrection Sunday, via the divine spirit of revelation, mm. you will receive a greater insight yeah. on the power of the blood, the yeah. power of the cross, the power of the resurrection, and the divine exchange. I believe that this Good Friday, this Resurrection Sunday, this broadcast right now, yeah. via the Holy Ghost, mm. is going to release divine revelation. I really believe that. Man, you said so much in there. I need to be writing down notes on everything you're saying. Because you dropped some huge... Let me just... Let's start with this. Sure. You talked about pride, right? Mm -hmm. Did you know that there's a connection to pride... On this very evening, there's a connection to pride. Let me explain it. Sure. It, what we when we have the Lord, when we take the Lord's Supper in the body of Christ, I, I wonder if people are are aware that the Lord's Supper actually em, emanates from this what is called this window, this Moedim of God. The Lord's Supper started with Christ oh. when He kept the Passover meal with His disciples. Now look, here's what happens. In the Jewish world, and we were talking about this a little bit, and yeah, yeah. we, we didn't, we weren't going to go too heavy, but mm -hmm. I think it's really it would behoove us to explain something about why the Jewish people would take uh, uh, unleavened bread mm -hmm. with uh, with yeah. uh, with for their communion. 
or for the Passover, I should say. I'm not going to get into the Seder meal or not. Sure, sure. I do a separate program on that. People yeah, are happy yeah. to come and see that. But so it's unleavened bread. There's a reason why it's unleavened bread. Because for a week before yeah. the Passover, which is what's starting now in, in Israel, they have something which they call the search for hametz, right? Mm. So basically, uh, the Jewish people have to get every form. This is important. Okay. Just hang in there with me for a second. Mm-hmm. They have to get every form, every piece of what's called hametz, or in our English, we would say yeast, yeast. right? Wow. Out of their houses. So they spend seven days getting the yeast out. I have to go there because you mentioned about the pride. Pride, yeah. Right? So they have they spend seven days where they're cleaning out the house. They, they spring clean the entire house. Mm. And then they send the children around on this kind of little uh, search. They call it the search for hummets. And the whole purpose of this time is to instruct the children about something. They're searching for something around the house. What are they searching for? They've, they, the parents will hide little bits of, of cakes and sweets oh, okay. around yeah, the house. Yeah. And the, the children would search these out. And when they find them, it's like teaching the children. Listen, it's like teaching the children. You have, in the same way as you had to get all the little bits of yeast out of the house, the Lord Jesus said, what did he say? Beware of the yeast, the, the leaven of the what? The Pharisees. Mm. What does what does yeast do when you put it, mix it with, I'm not a bread maker, but yeah, yeah. if you mix yeast with water and flour, it what? It puffs up. So Jesus. it's a picture of pride. Mm. So around wow. this time, it, it, it's a, it, it's, this is what the, the, the Jewish people teach their children. They're teaching their children to get pride out of your life, brother. Wow. So it's just amazing <laughs> yeah. that you have brought that up Jeez. prophetically making that statement. Wow. Maybe not connecting it with the very time that we're in. Glory be to God. And you know when that finishes, the search finishes? Tonight. Wow. <laughs> so it's, so it's this a is prophetic what it's about. night. Yeah. It's, we have each and every one of us to lose the pride wow. from our lives. That's what this is about. When we, when we look at Jesus, and you said something earlier on that's so important. You know, we... We have to die. We've got to die to all of our fears in order to sit. And, and there are people who are watching who you may need to die in order to stand before your family and evangelize your family, evangelize your cousins. You may need to die to, to evangelize to them because otherwise fear will hold us Absolutely. in a place where we can't even open our mouths and speak the gospel. Absolutely. So we have to die. We have to die to what people think. We have to die to what oh. people's ideas of what oh. is... Dr. Hugh, you just touched on something. And, and it's like, I was just about to say it, and it was like the spirit, yeah. just you just released it. Die to the opinions of people. Now, this is very important because... One thing I want to be clear on, the gospel isn't about performance. So even when we're talking about evangelism, and because we are active, right, people see the work even we're doing on the streets, around the country, etc. But I don't want to get that confused with the foundation. We are not doing things to get right with God. The blood, the cross, the resurrection has made us right with God. Now, from that place... 
we're doing good works. As a matter of fact, we are his workmanship and he's really just flowing and doing the works and showing off through us. Oh, man. You know, we, we, it's not about us being famous. We're just his hype men trying to make him famous. Oh, man. But one thing you said, and, and I believe this is going to really minister to people watching right now, the opinions of people. Now, let's just, let's just touch on that for a moment yeah. because we're living in a generation mm. where even the younger generation are affected by mental health. We're dealing with a time where statistics of teenagers are on, you know, certain medications. You know, I believe there is an attack on mental health right now, on the health of people's mental well-being. And I believe one of the reasons why is because of social media. If people aren't let's say, receiving the affirmation, the likes, the pat on the back, or forget social media for one moment, if people are getting bullied, if people are, you know, it really breaks people, right? And I kind of feel that when you catch this revelation that you have died with Christ, Mm. it is actually so liberating. It's not just about freeing you to go and do loads of stuff and perform for God. The first things first is when you've died with Christ, the realization that, you know what, I'm dead and I'm also dead to the opinions of people. Yeah. That what they think of me doesn't matter anymore. Mm. And if people are living for the acceptance of people, they will die when they're rejected by people. And I Absolutely. just be- I just want people to really catch this, that when you have died with Christ... You are free. You're free from yourself. Mm. You're free from the opinions of people. Mm. You are free. You died with Christ. And now all of a sudden, your focus isn't on trying to find acceptance, approval and affirmation from man Mm. because your acceptance is so grounded Mm. in Christ. You are accepted in the beloved, so it doesn't matter who rejects you. God is for you, so who cares who's against you? So it's really just that mindset of, you know what? I am free. I have died. I'm a dead man walking, and it doesn't matter what that person thinks of me. It doesn't matter what my next door neighbor thinks of me. It doesn't matter of my old worldly friends, and because I'm now on fire for God, I don't care what they think of me. I only care what one person thinks of me. Mm. And he says, I am accepted in the beloved. You know, I think people are so quick to look at their disqualifications. You're just hitting it right there on the head. I was just thinking the very same thought. Do you the, know the Holy that, Ghost is do, on this tonight, bro, Dr. Hugh. The Holy I, Ghost is on I, this. It's on this broadcast because do you know? <laughs> Hallelujah. I, do you know that I had? Oh, I feel I, the anointing. Sorry. I got, Sheila, <laughs> let it flow, Lord. Let Whoa. it flow. Sheila, man, brasa talata. I was just sensed that. Carry Hallelujah. on, brother. Carry you on. Know, you know, I was just thinking. Ooh. I had a situation that happened to me last night. I'll go ahead and say it. Actually, sure. it's, it's fine. Um, I have some books out on, had mm-hmm. Brother Daniel, I had some books out on Amazon. And I want to say this for a reason because it, it, it maybe it will set somebody free. Sure. Um, so I got this email last night that said, we did a check, uh, this was from KDP, okay. um, uh, Kindle uh, store, who published my books. Okay. And they sent me an email last night that said, um, and you know, the enemy will, will attack you sometimes. He says, uh, they said, oh, we've uh, done a check on your account and for one reason or the other, you seem to have two accounts open. I haven't. 
but they actually closed down my Amazon account. So I got so last night I what? was yeah they closed down my Amazon. I you know my books just gone. They said your books have been removed and there's nothing you can do it now. Listen, I, I, let me be real with you. I was as mad as a hornet. Now, <laughs> somebody may say, well, I, th I thought the guy said he was dead. But, you know, we still have flesh to deal with, right? But the, That's the, real talk. He, he, let, let, let me say it like this. The, 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 we are, <laughs> we're dead men walking, hmm. but we still got some flesh to deal with. Come on. Okay? And some of us have more flesh to deal with than others, yeah, right? Yeah. That's good. And so though I was, though I'm, I've got this, because, We've been. I've got this revelation in my spirit at the moment. I died with Christ, Amen. and so that is where I'm drawing my strength from. Because He didn't just leave you there. He didn't just say, "I died with Christ." He went on to say, the Apostle Paul went on to say, "The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God." Wow. So he didn't just kill you and leave you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying there's something more exciting. <laughs> That's good. You know, and I'll tell you something that God told me in, in if I remember to do it in just a minute, but. So there I was last night, and I felt as if I was being put to the test, wow. right? So here I am thinking, oh, my gosh, they've just closed my Amazon. My books are my pride and joy. Mm. I mean, you shut my books down. I want to find someone and do something to them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there I was last night thinking, they've, they've shut my bookshop down, right? And I started to get, I started to get angry, very angry. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, son, go to sleep. Just go to sleep and forget it. Hallelujah. And I was like, was, you know, how, that's not easy when, you, when your flesh is alive. But when your flesh is dead, you can, you can do that, right? So my living flesh is fighting with my, with my spirit. And I said, okay, Lord, you know, I'm going to trust you because I got this revelation in my spirit. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ who lives in me. I closed my eyes and went to sleep. When I got up in the morning, the spirit of God said to me, now, what does the Bible say? The Bible says that... Uh, all things work together for the good of those who love God, right? I say, yeah, right, Lord. He said, well, listen, I got a better plan for you, okay? I allowed that to happen. It was testing your spirit man. I wanted you to see that you could get past the very worst thing that could possibly happen to you. And here's what happened. Wow. Brother Daniel, when when the, and I, I, I'm trying to, uh, forgive me for putting this together piecemeal, but I've never spoken about this yet. Sure. What happened was, I immediately felt, and this is following on your point, when I when they shut the account, I immediately all the voices came at me. You 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 did something wrong. God is punishing you. Uh, that you know you, you, why is it every time that when you get a certain uh, get so far with your ministry, uh, something happens, it, it fails. It, I'm sure people are understanding what I'm saying. You you get so far. And then everything comes crashing down. It happens over and over again. And I realized that was the flesh talking. Wow. My flesh was, my flesh was acting up. My flesh suddenly came alive. And all of this stuff that was coming to me was literally a product of the flesh. Wow. And then suddenly this voice of the spirit spoke and said, go to sleep. Ooh, I like that. I like go that. to sleep. In Just other words, look, you don't, you don't need, you don't, listen. Jesus. You're too alive, Hugh. That's powerful. You're too alive. Go to sleep. Now, if you really, really do believe the word of God, go to sleep. Go rest. Why is it that the enemy, he loves to attack God's children oh, right yeah. before they go into sleep? Have Look you noticed that. that? Yeah. And you know why? 
Because this is the whole thing. Because you go to bed at night, you, you're lying there, you can't get to sleep, your mind's going around and around and around, you're tired physically, mm-hmm. and what's happening is your 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 flesh is is pre-positioning your whole night you're going to sweat and and have heartbeats and and mm, uh, you know your your uh, uh pulse racing all yeah, night yeah, you're going to yeah. a terrible night you get up tomorrow morning you you don't know where you are now so this whole idea of us being dead dead men walking as you put it i love mm-hmm. that a life to christ it's more than this is not just pretty words. The apostle Paul actually, well. bro, if you read if you read on, if you well. carry on reading from Galatians 2:20, right? Mm. Where he said, I no longer it's no longer bro. I that lives. You know what he arrives at? He arrives at Bro, Christ has re- where you go? Jesus. He says he arrives he at saying Christ sucks. has redeemed me from the curse of the law. He arrives, he he listen, this is he's laying the foundation. Powerful. To let us know that this deadness that we're walking in is actually the victory. Come on, somebody. The victory in every situation that we face. The victory is the fact that we died with Christ, but he didn't leave us there. He now is saying that this life that we're actually living, we're living by faith in the Son of God. It eradicated, Brother Daniel, the the, the negative thoughts were eradicated in my spirit. Wow. By the by, the presence of God, cool. He eradicated every. Until I got up this morning, I thought, "So what if they close my account?" Come on. I said one prayer, and said, "Lord, if it's Your will for that account to reopen, it will be reopened in the mighty name of Jesus." I don't have to worry about whether that, whether it's God's will or not God's will. I spoke. By the presence of God on the inside of me. Guess what? They wrote to me tonight. They said they're reconsidering it. Come on. Uh, They'll let me know in five days. One prayer, my brother. Now, I could have been in a state. Dr. Hu, do you know that there is so much we need to go into? And I I believe, you know, we are people that love the word of God, right? Galatians two twenty to two twenty one. Yeah, I'm. I'm just wondering. I'm. I'm not going to go yeah, there yeah. just yet. No, no, no. But, no, but no. I'm wondering if we're going to get through these two verses <laughs> oh, because no th- there is there's realms in mm. these two verses, realms of revelation in these yeah. two verses. But I'm excited to unpack it. So before we get into that, I want to say something. Mm. The spirit of the Lord said to you, "Go to sleep." Mm. Right. Yeah. And as you shared that. I was just reminded of the amount of attack people go through in the night hours. And I just sensed, I wanted to just release a word for someone right now. Mm. I just sensed for tonight, the spirit of the Lord is saying, go to sleep. Don't worry about that battle. Don't worry about that result. Don't worry about that test. Don't worry about the outcome. Just go to sleep. Mm. Sleep well in the name of Jesus. I'm just reminded of something powerful. You, you're going to love this, Dr. Hugh. Mm. Smith Wigglesworth. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Man of faith. Yeah. yeah. No, known as the Apostle of Faith. He was in a meeting mm. for 36 hours, a continuous meeting, a prayer meeting of preaching and so forth. And because he was physically exhausted and tired, mm. he went to get some rest. Mm. 
After 30 minutes, he fell into a deep sleep. Yeah. He fell into a deep sleep and he was awakened by a demonic sensation shaking his bed. Oh, yeah. I've had that. Yeah. I know this. So that yeah. devil was shaking his bed and he woke up and noticed it's Satan. Yeah. And his words were this. Oh, it's only you. Yeah. And then he went back to sleep. Yeah. Now, that's what I like to Woo! call yeah. humiliating yeah. the devil. Mm. And I believe that there is a level of faith that we as believers can enter. Mm -hmm. And that faith may seem like we are doing less, but it's having greater impact. Yeah. That faith may even seem like inactivity, but really it's spirit-led activity. Yeah. So I just want to encourage someone with this. Yeah. That Satan, he may try to come and attack at night mm. through thoughts being processed, through things you haven't done. Mm. Mothers might be thinking about all the things they need to do the next day. Yeah. Men might be thinking about work or I don't know, whatever it could be, right? Yeah. Temptations, the enemies bring negative thoughts, whatever it may be. Yeah. I just want to encourage people to sleep well. And before we delve into Galatians 2.20 to 21, because it's so powerful, mm. I hope you've got your Bibles ready because this is more than a Bible study. This is yeah. impartation tonight. Mm. I believe that the Lord loves his children so much that he wants them to receive a genuine revelation of the finished work of Calvary. Yeah. What I will say is this. When we see in Mark chapter 4, verse 38, the mm. storm came, right? Mm. The storm came so strong, the disciples were getting scared and nervous. Mm. And the scripture says Jesus was asleep. Yeah. And the scripture says he had a pillow. Mm. And I didn't notice that. You know, mm. And I read it in a number of different translations. Another version says cushion. Another version says pillow. Mm. Jesus had a pillow. Come on now. And in the midst of the warfare, in the midst of the turbulence, in the midst of the boisterous winds, Jesus had his head rested upon a pillow. Mm. And this is where I want to encourage the body of Christ tonight. Carry around an invisible pillow. Mm. Carry around a pillow that will lead you into an assurance mm. of faith. We can sleep within the fire. It's easy to praise God on a Sunday at church, Dr. Hugh. Yeah. You know, and when we go through things as Christians, you know, when you've journeyed life long enough, you go through moments when you're on the mountaintop and your worship feels easy, you feel nice, you're looking at the sky, smiling, thanking God. But then there are wilderness seasons you go through mm. and it feels like the presence of God is tens of thousands of miles away, away from you. And sometimes your worship can seem like a sacrifice. Yeah. And I believe God is looking for a people that will know how to worship and how to remain in faith within the trenches. Mm. Faith within the fire, faith within the warfare. Mm. And I believe that, and I believe it's not by accident you touched on that, um, that moment, mm. because this rest that comes from grace, yeah. this shalom, Nothing missing, nothing broken. This perfect peace of God that comes from grace will actually allow people 
to sleep and not only sleep but sleep good hallelujah Amen. and not only sleep good but wake up the next morning in faith and by the end of the day you're getting a report back saying you know what we're reconsidering yeah hallelujah mm-hmm. you know because the reason why i'm saying it is because sometimes in spirit-filled circles people have a tendency to be loud mm-hmm. to bind to lose and there's a place for that we know there's a place yeah. for that mm-hmm. but there is also a high realm in faith mm. Of where you can just go to sleep. Absolutely. In faith. Absolutely. <laughs> Man Hallelujah. Alive. Man alive, that is just so good. And, you know, you talked about that pillow. And maybe this is, let me say something prophetic. Christ is the pillow. Jesus. For us. He's the one. There was a lady that wrote a comment a little while ago. I was okay. trying to read the comment. I think it was Ruth. Okay. Um, it was it was quite a long comment. I think her name was Ruth, and I was talking that Ruth Black. Uh, gosh, no, I get attacked during my sleep. Evil night spouse dri- spirits and cohort mm. marine spirits, absolutely fed up to the back teeth with it. Uh, fasted many times and so on and so forth. All of these things, and I know that people do go through many challenges, but there is a pillow for Ruth. Hallelujah. Tonight, the pillow for Ruth tonight. Listen, is what the we started with it. Yeah, the Apostle Paul. This is said, the pillow. Yeah, let me go back to Galatians two twenty. This is the pillow for you, Ruth, tonight. Listen, Ruth. This is a prophetic word for you. It's going to sound so simple, but you're going to get it. You're going to get it tonight, and Christ is going to do something about your situation. Listen to this, uh, um, Ruth. I have been crucified with Christ. This is your pillow, Ruth, tonight. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. Wow. Ruth, here's a message for you. I want to put the, camera, put the camera on me so I can speak directly to Ruth. Ruth, you can't kill a dead man. Jesus. Ruth, you cannot kill a dead man. You see, what the, the devil's... Main tactic, his main, the, this is the, 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 the whipping stick that, that he whips us with most of the time, is fear. And all of those things that you're going through, it's all designed to produce fear in you. But when you are 100% convinced that you died with Christ. And I need to go here, Daniel. I need to just do something. Okay. From the book of Romans, chapter 6. Ruth, are you listening? And anybody else that, that's joining with Ruth, you're feeling the same way. From the book of Romans, chapter 6. Do you know, I've counted them, there are over 19 references to the word death in Romans, chapter 6. Between wow. verses, between verses uh, 1 to uh, 14. Let me read them to you. Just see if you can get a hold of this, Ruth. What shall we say then? That I'll, I'll read it quickly. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He's, this is a grace subject here. Certainly not. How shall we who died, I want you to count with me, died to sin, live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus, come on, Ruth, come on, everybody. Have you been baptized into Christ Jesus? If Do you not know that as many of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? But you see, I don't know what it is about baptism, but I think we, 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 brother, we, we, we get too religious about this stuff. 
read what the Bible says and then believe what it says. We were baptized into his death. But he doesn't leave us there. He says, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. life. So he doesn't just just baptize us into death and leave us there to die. He, He brings us the life that we're supposed to be living. Then he goes on to say this, For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Wow. This, you know, this is this is our message for this season in time. Hallelujah. This is what we're supposed to be preaching. That there's not listen, we think that Daniel is like we fight to stay alive. In the natural, when I, if you've ever seen anybody and I've seen it once, somebody who was about to die fighting to stay alive. Uh-huh. It is the it is the tendency or the propensity propens, propensity of the flesh to stay alive. I want to stay alive. I want to stay alive. And so we think psychologically that to die in Christ is to lose something, but it isn't. To die in Christ is to gain something. And so what the Apostle Paul is teaching here in this whole, and he does it throughout the whole New Testament, to be honest with you, is he's actually teaching us that to die is, is, is to gain, as I said earlier on, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Hallelujah. So he says this, knowing this in verse 6, that our old man, I'm in Romans chapter 6 and verse 6, that it, our old man was crucified with him. Our oh. old man was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Are you counting how many, how many references to death there are? For he who has died has been freed from sin. Wow. You can't kill a dead man. Wow. You, you know, the devil can only keep repeating these things over and over again if we don't know that we're dead if we know that we're dead if we know that we're dead men walking he doesn't have any right you know that there's you ever heard of the the law of double jeopardy my Mm. friend was telling me about this the, the other day the law of double jeopardy in the world this is the world not even the spirit means that in law it is not permissible for a person to be tried twice for the same Mm. Uh, crime if that crime puts his life into jeopardy wow and as it is in the natural so it is in the spirit if christ took all of our punishment if he died i mean he took the ultimate punishment and he died for our sake and now he deposits his life in us how can that life be tried again how can that life be tested again it can't be tested again so the key is we are no longer living in the flesh. Mm. We are living as, this is what the word Christians is all about. Wow. It's about us living in the life of Christ. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So a few more references. If we die with Christ, verse 8, we, all, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, is that you still counting? For the death that he... It's like the Apostle Paul's just got this thing, this fixation about death today. But he says, uh, one more verse, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon, likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I'm going to shut up and let you talk because this is your program, but I'm just so excited about that. Well, listen, you're you're, you're a guest on the program with me, so we're receiving what you're releasing. Amen. Powerful. 
Powerful. I believe this is a missing link, yeah. this revelation. Mm. I believe there are many believers, many evangelists, many pastors, apostles, prophets even, mm. that are operating in performance, carrying more pressure Life. than they were ever meant to yeah. carry. Mm. We've died. Yeah, We're not ministering to try to perform. We're not doing it in the flesh. We're mm. dead men walking. And I believe when you catch this revelation of you died, the spirit within can flow. Yeah. The Christ within can manifest. Mm. But it's almost like this. Before every resurrection, there has to be a death. Yes. So before Christ is glorified, magnified, released from you, there has to be a death. Hundred percent. Hallelujah. I, I was thinking about Nicodemus earlier yeah. on. Remember when Nicodemus came to Jesus by night mm. and he said, No one can do the things that you do unless God was with him. And Jesus turned around and said to him, You need to be born again. But you know what Jesus didn't tell him? He didn't tell him you have to die first. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that was because Christ at that point, had not yet gone to the cross. Yeah. So maybe what he's saying is, I'm going to do the dying for you. Wow. And it's essentially, that's what he's saying to us today. I will do the dying for you. Yes. And then Romans 5, 17 says, all you have to do is receive the free gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. Just receive what I have done. It's a free gift. I'll do it for you. I'll do the dying for you. And then all you have to do is be baptized into that death. Glory be I mean, to God. Powerful. powerful, powerful. Guys, I hope you're receiving this today. I just want someone to declare this today. And, yeah. and you know, those that are watching this, just declare this right now. Just say, by the blood of Jesus, by the finished work of the cross. Amen. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. I'll say it. I will sleep good tonight. I will sleep good tonight. I will win battles. I will win battles. This Good Friday. This Good Friday. This Resurrection Sunday. This Resurrection Sunday. And from this moment onwards. And from this moment onwards. I am open. I'm open. I am sensitive. I'm sensitive. I am receptive. I'm receptive. To receive a greater revelation. To receive a greater revelation. Of what Jesus did for me. Of what Jesus did for me. Hallelujah. It's going to be a special. This Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday of yeah. 2023 is going to be special. As a matter of fact, this week, from this Wednesday, mm. from right here, right now, it's begun. Amen. Amen. Let's carry on. Because um, the portal's open. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah. Again, I say, this is a portal. It's a meeting. It's an appointed time that the Lord has set. We didn't set this. No. The Lord said This it. wasn't really planned. It was no. a flow of the Spirit. Absolutely. It's an appointed time. I believe God is here. So that means every single person that's joining us Absolutely. right now. You might be thinking, am I watching by accident? Why yeah. am I even watching this? No, no, no. From the moment you woke up this morning, from whatever you went through today, work, food, kids, whatever, you are in this place, tuned in in this specific second via divine alignment and divine appointment. I encourage you to stay on. It's going to be powerful. <laughs> I love what I just saw a comment there from Tanya Chand. I've got my pillow and my weighted blanket ready for a good sleep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, the reason why she's saying that, because last week we had a good laugh because yeah. um, she she has different types of blankets. She has mm. a heated blanket. She has a lightweight blanket. Mm. And then there, there was one specific evening, Dr. Here. Yeah. 
She pulled out a heavy blanket. Okay. Like, bro, this blanket was heavy. Mm. It was so heavy that I had to shrug that thing off and say, listen, move. I nicknamed it heaviness. Okay. I said, move that heaviness away from me. Yeah. But it was funny. Last week she was on and we had a real laugh about it. So she's yeah. just, she's tuning in and yeah, she's yeah. got a nice pillow of faith. And yeah. yeah, she's resting in the Lord. Glory to amen, God. Amen, amen. Rav Dylan is saying, so good to hear this tonight. Truly blessed watching while on holiday holiday in portugal it's amazing well rav's on holiday we've got people from our church in portugal on holiday i think everyone's heading to portugal hallelujah Amen. maureen is saying it's 4 36 in indianapolis wow and i am watching well Praise well done to you our dear sister so brits you haven't got an excuse all those brits that are saying <laughs> oh it's already 9 30 p.m yeah. i should be snuggled up in my bed right now no 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 we've mm. got our dear sister watching from the usa right now in the early hours yeah. nia is saying not the heavy blanket laugh out loud <laughs> uh blue skies is saying pillow of faith isn't it funny that last week we spoke about a weighted blanket and this week we're speaking about an invisible pillow god is saying yeah. something maybe that weighted blanket is the heaviness of his glory yeah you know so uh, maybe i should start receiving the the heaviness uh blanket oh, rebecca is saying i'm on holiday next week we're all going on holiday agbo is saying i'm watching from ghana great to have you on from ghana blessings to you mm. So one is saying, I receive all this in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. I'm going sleep tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. You sleep good. Just don't go sleep just yet because we're still live and we're mm. going to pray. It's going to be powerful. Yeah. Lisa is saying it's 4.39 p.m. here in Ontario, Canada. Wow. Powerful. Well, what I'm going to ask Dr. Hugh to do with me right now is yeah. we're going to go back into Galatians 2, 20 and 21. Yeah. Because we love the word, it's a struggle sometimes to dissect the word. It's a struggle yeah. sometimes to get through one verse. Yeah. Can you can you imagine? We've really only stayed on a couple of verses yeah. tonight. But look how rich and weighty it has been. Yeah. So Galatians 2, 20 mm. to 21. Let's try and get through that. Yeah. Let's try and get through that if yeah. we can by the grace of God. Mm. Hallelujah. Well, I'm, yeah, go on, go for it. Well, I mean, look, we started, obviously, we said in verse 20, the Apostle Paul makes this incredible statement. Yeah. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer the I that who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And again, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I started off this evening by saying that um, each and every believer, every Christian, mm. should be able to make this statement. And wow. it's difficult for it for us to make it because it seems so high and such a super spiritual thing to say. But it really, really isn't uh, in the sense that it is just the truth of the gospel as Paul understood it. And he's really saying to us, you know what, um, there, there is a reason why I am walking in the grace that I'm walking in. And he goes on to wow. say, I don't set aside the grace of God. He's always got grace on his mind. Hallelujah. But he's trying to say that there, there's a reason why he's certain of the grace that he's walking in. That's one of the things that I pick up from this. There's a reason why he's certain of the grace. There's so, a, in Hallelujah. Before we go into go 21, because yeah, 21 yeah. is weighty. Yeah. Before we go into 21, I just want to say, what I love about 20 Yeah. 
I have been crucified with Christ. It yeah. is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the uh-huh. life which I now live in the flesh, mm. I live by faith. So he's died, yeah. but he's alive. Yeah. He's died, but he's alive. Yeah. He's died. But he's alive. <laughs> but he's alive. Yeah. I believe Christians need to catch this. Yeah. We are dead, mm. but yet we are alive. You know what's amazing about it, my brother? Uh, I, I, I'm I'm a, one of the students of the, the old time guys, the old Kenneth Hagins and people like that. Absolutely. And I would watch these guys. I would I would try to see what it is that was in their lives that that made them who they were. And I found something in in studying this scripture. I found something. There's a there's a a, a sort of a string of truth. That runs through every single... You mentioned Smith Wigglesworth earlier on. There is a string of truth that runs through every man or woman of God that does incredible things for God. And you know what it is? It's so simple. They're dead. (laughs) They they just... They they have the revelation. Look. Powerful. Daniel, what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that there is no way... You and I can do anything incredible. The Lord Jesus said, I'm coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. That's not us in the flesh. We, in, the, in the flesh, we have spots and we have wrinkles. Got a good few wrinkles. A good, yes. few, you know a good few spots and a Come good few wrinkles. So he says, well, I'm coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. That has to be spiritual. Hallelujah. So we, we have this... Whew, this we have a propensity a... to keep leaning back on the flesh to keep leaning back, you know, the minute, uh, let me give you an example. Have you ever prayed for someone? You probably haven't had this much. But do you know when you pray for someone and the prayer doesn't come to pass, mm. do you know that almost immediately the flesh begins to speak back to us? The yeah, flesh yeah, begins yeah. to say, well, well, maybe you're not anointed enough or maybe you're not called to lay hands on the sick or maybe you're not, you know, uh, maybe you're not holy enough or maybe it was that sin that you committed mm. back in, in 1985 that has not you didn't <laughs> repent about properly mm-hmm. or god maybe god has not forgiven you properly maybe you're still wow. maybe you're st- you got you got some hot hang-ups in your life maybe it was that movie you watched <laughs> the other night you understand you're mm-hmm. not holy enough you're not righteous enough you're not so we're coming to grace now you're, you're not holy enough you're not righteous enough maybe you're just not good enough this is the wow, key. That's the key. And and that doesn't come from the Spirit of God. Those thoughts come from the flesh. This is the reason why when the Apostle Paul, you know, when he says, I'm crucified with Christ, what he's saying is, and in another place, he said, you know, this flesh, I keep it under. Every day, I keep come this on. flesh under. Because like I said, the more alive the flesh is, the more dead the spirit is. The more wow, wow, the wow. more alive the spirit is, the more dead the flesh is. And so this whole uh this whole uh uh chapter uh, chapter two, verse twenty, I want to say that do you remember years ago, bro? You might not be old enough to remember this, but let me try it. I think it came out in the in the nineties, in the early nineties, there was a there was a guy called Rick Joyner, and he, do you remember it? Rick the Joyner, producer yeah. remembers it. They had a, they, he had a vision, 
and it was called The Hordes of Hell Are Marching. I wonder if any of the viewers remember Prophetic this. Prophetic word, isn't it? You remember? It? Yeah, yeah, And it yeah, kind of went around that, yeah. before the days of, sorry mm. to give my age away, but before emails and all this kind of, do you remember mm. it? And this thing went around, and it was, uh, the, the first scene was it opens up, he saw this huge army, and the army looked like it was horses, but when it kind of zoomed in, he saw that it wasn't, it was demons riding on the back of Christians. Wow. Do you remember seeing, you remember this vision? I heard that, yeah. Now, I, I strongly would advise people, if you've never heard it, I know people are probably saying, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it, right? The hordes of hell are marching. Somebody right there, Rosalind, she knows what I'm talking about. The hordes of hell are marching, it was called. Now, he later turned it into a book. There's a reason why I'm saying this. Wow. Hold on for a minute. Let me get there. Mm. He turned it into a book. The book was called The Final Quest. All right, watch this. It's basically a prophetic vision. He's making his way up a mountain, right? And... The enemy's firing these darts, darts at him as he's going up the mountain. You remember? Yeah, yeah. And so he gets to a platform, right, on this mountain. He gets to this platform that was wide, really wide and and um, and amazing. He gets up there. When he gets up there, his sword suddenly doubles in size. His weapons suddenly become more effective, right? And he starts letting these arrows go. And when he let an arrow go, he's wiping out a hundred demons at a time down the bottom wow. of the hill. Do you know what that level was called? It was called Galatians 2.20. It is no... <laughs> it's no longer... It's no longer I that lives, the Christ that lives. Here's a prophetic word. And this, this prophetic word... This prophetic word uh, dovetails with the, the prophetic word that Rick Joyner got in the 90s. I believe brother daniel that we are living in the time of that prophetic word brother uh, hugh it's it's to say this that when you catch this revelation yeah. your spiritual size weight yeah. impact yes. goes to another level absolutely so when you're not under grace when you've not yet died with christ yes you're restricted you're limited and yeah. you're not able to go beyond yeah. a certain point correct this is incredible. It is. It is. It is, is incredible. incredible. But Glory if you think about it, just think about the world that we're living in right now, bro. Think about what's going on in the world. Think about. Have you noticed that people are? It's almost like remember that movie uh, years ago. There was a movie called Ghostbusters. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And you remember that green slime? Mm. Remember that? You remember that whole thing? Yeah, the yeah. green slime, yeah, and yeah. everybody was in a bad mood. Everybody mm. had bad tempers. And anyway, I know there'll be amens to this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just get out in my car. I drive my car, and I can see people. Road rage has gone to the max. Mm. There's something going on in this world. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you actually read, and I listened to that vision again. That you can get it on YouTube. I listened to it the other day. It is. What's that? Ghost, we Ghostbusters? No, no, I mean, no, I mean the, the Hordes of Hell and <laughs> No, 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 I'm joking. That yeah. came out in the 90s, but it was a prophetic vision wow. of the last days. Wow. We are in the last days. Come and on this now. is the reason why I believe the Spirit of God is saying it is now, now is the moment when the children of God need to get to Galatians 2.20. Because listen, because listen. You won't be able, you can't beat the devil in the flesh. Come you can't now. do it. If you if you try and fight him in the flesh, you're going to lose. Sorry. Come on. No, no, but this is, this is a th th this is this is just a reality. You can't you can't beat the devil in the flesh and to flip the coin, you can't kill a dead man. So wow. Wow. if a dead man is if a dead man, you see, he has nothing. Christ said, the devil's coming, but he has nothing in me. 
And we need to get to the place where we can say the same thing. Yeah, the devil can come, but he has nothing in me. Hallelujah. Brother Daniel, the only way we can say that is if we've died to Christ. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We have to have died come to on. Christ for there to be nothing in us. See, the Bible says a curse without cause. And by the way, that word cause, when you translate it, it actually means without a price. A curse without a price cannot stand or cannot alight, cannot come. So that means because Christ paid the price, he paid the debt, he paid the price of the flesh in Hallelujah. every single way, there is nothing left for the devil to hold against us. It's no longer <laughs> I that lives. Well, it's Christ that lives in me. This is good news. When the devil comes and brings an accusation to you, we can say it's no longer I that lives, but Christ who lives wow. in me. That's if we've given our life to Jesus. We can news. say it's no longer I that lives, it's Christ that lives oh, in me. Listen, when he puts that. sickness on your body, when he puts sickness on your body, you can say, it's not like I that lives, Jeez. but Christ who lives in me. When he tries, when he takes your financial, listen, when he attacks you, I had, my, I had an attack last night. Do I look disheveled? No, because it's not like I that lives, but Christ who lives in me. If he attacks your finances, it's not like you that live, it's Christ that lives in you. Hallelujah. Every, I mean, is this a catch-all? I think it's a catch-all. I think Christ has given us the way out of every situation that the devil will try and bring to us, because we can now say, I'm not, how can you bring that to a dead man? There's one scripture Come I on. want to read out, right? Yeah. The book of Colossians chapter 3. Getting excited three. Here, by the way, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on <laughs> yeah. now, somebody. Mm. Colossians chapter 3, verse mm. 1 to 3. Look how powerful this is. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. If then you were raised with Christ, oh, come on, seek those things which are above mm. where Christ is, mm. sitting at the right hand of God. Oh, my goodness, set your mind on things above, mm. not on the earth. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jesus. great. Look at this. I <laughs> feel <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Go bro. on, man. Verse 3, Colossians mm. 3, verse 3. For you died. Oh! Now, now, For you... now, now, wait a minute. Because we've been harping on about this tonight. And some people might have been thinking, why are they on this? Are they just taking a yeah. verse out of context? <laughs> yeah. But no, Scripture backs up Scripture. Yeah. For you died. Yeah. And your life yes. is hidden. With Christ mm. in God. Mm. We're hidden. Yeah. Brother Hugh, we're hidden. Yeah. The problem is Christians keep getting in the flesh and popping their head out. Then yeah. Satan finds them. But yeah. other than that, we're hidden. Yeah. He can he can hear us, but he can't touch us. See, this Satan. Is... He can sense that we are there, but he just can't wipe us out. Yeah. We're hidden. Yeah. But when we pop our head out, get into the flesh mm. when we pop our head out or our arm out get into emotions offense bitterness jealousy mm. envy mm. we are allowing the flesh to resurrect again Amen. see we've died with christ but yeah. we've got to stay dead and this is what this message is going to do for some people yeah, today. We've got to stay <laughs> I, well, I hope people are getting it <laughs> you, you, you're, you're so right you look you, you, you died 
But I like what he says here. He says, set your mind on things above, not on the things of earth. So this is interesting because, you know, and you said this when we were doing the men's fellowship, there was something you said that stayed with my spirit. We have grace. Mm. And I think we get a little bit mixed up about what grace is. One of these days we need to do a program and talk about what what real, what real grace yeah. is, what it really, really means. Because we do have the grace of God. But the grace of God leads us to repentance. Hallelujah. Oh, see that, brother. So, going deep you now. Know, because what's, yeah. happening, what's happening here is that there seems to be, look, some people are struggling. Let's be real about this, yeah. right? Some people are struggling because here's what I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm going to say something, and I, of course, you can say it doesn't apply to you, it's fine. But here's the struggle people go through a sin guilt cycle mm. sin, guilt, grace, joy, sin again, guilt, dra- grace, wow. joy, sin again, guilt, grace, joy. They keep going around and around in circles. This message that the Apostle Paul is releasing, that God is releasing releasing into the body of Christ today in this conversation, perhaps, mm-hmm. is actually breaking the cycle. Jesus, come on, say that. It's breaking the cycle. Because listen, if it's no come longer on. you, listen, if you really did, come on, look, read it. Oh, look at, look at it, what it does. If you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God, do you know what happens? It doesn't, we get this thing, this grace thing mixed up. First of all, let's talk about what that is, just in, in, very briefly. Grace is you receiving something that you didn't deserve. Yeah, unmerited. That, that, unmerited favor, that's yeah, what that's grace it. really is. Mm. I think people get grace and mercy mixed up. Mm, that's good. Mercy is you not receiving what you deserved. Wow. So punishment was was you you deserve punishment, but you say, Lord, have mercy on me, mm. and then you don't get you don't receive the thing that you should have received. Mm. That's different. Wow. So gra- let me repeat it again. Ooh. Grace is us receiving something that we didn't deserve. Mercy is us not receiving what we deserved. Wow. Now neither of those or wow. both of those scenarios exist in God for a beautiful reason, right? Grace and mercy, they're cousins, they work together. But here we're being presented with something different. I just want to encourage someone right now with something. Yeah. Don't look at your disqualification. Mm. Satan is going to say, you are not good enough. Look at what you did last week, last month, last year. Very good. I want to encourage you right now. Take your eyes off the disqualifications. Take your eyes off the voice of the accuser. Take Mm. your eyes off anything around you that may remind you of your old man in Mm. Christ or your past. Put your eyes on Jesus. Mm. Put your eyes on his finished work. You are qualified. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. He qualifies you. You are qualified. So just take your eyes off your disqualifications right now and know this. The blood of Jesus qualifies you Mm. and he makes you a partaker of God's divine nature. You're qualified. Hallelujah. This is good news tonight. Amen. This is good news. Amen. This is liberating. And what you've just said is what the Apostle Paul just wrote. He said, set your, mi- set your mind. And you've just said it. Don't look at your disqualifications. Wow. So this is what he's saying. 
But then he tells you how to do it. Look, uh, let me repeat what you just read. Do it. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the, this earth. You just translated it by saying, don't look at your disqualifications. But then he doesn't leave us there. He tells us how to do that. He says, for you died. For you died to your disqualifications. Hallelujah. You died to your failings. And listen, when the Apostle Paul says, now the life that I live in the flesh, I live uh, by the faith of the Son of God. You know what that really means? It means what uh, the the book of, I believe, Corinthians says. I may have it wrong. But it says, uh, know you not that you are the temple of God Mm. and that the Spirit of God dwell in you. So that means that I have a re- listen. I have a reason, or I have a wow. motivation for not walking. Come on, into the sin that I walked in before. Wow. I have a reason because I'm no longer alive. Wow. If you know that Christ is living in you, you try taking Christ into a brothel. It ain't gonna work out wow. very good for you. Come on, <laughs> for your flesh, you you will yeah, you'll yeah. end up in a, a terrible state. You t- try remembering. Come on, try remembering that Christ is alive in you and watch a pornographic movie. Wow. Try, try and do that. Wow. Try and do that. That's a good word. You understand what I'm saying? You try remembering, and so this is about, that's why he said, look, set your mind on the things above, not the things of this earth. If we set our mind on the fact that we have died and that we are resurrected and that Christ is alive on the inside of us, if we set that, See, what's so beautiful about this is because I see many Christians, they treat Christianity as this measuring stick to reach a level of perfection. Yeah. And (laughs) if they make a mistake, if they don't do something Christian, if they accidentally say something that's not Christianese, it's as if they think, oh, I'm not good enough for church. Maybe I need to stop going church. And this is a trap of Satan because Satan wants you to run away from church. He wants you to run away from the word. Ultimately, he wants you to run away from Christ, right? But if people can understand that when you miss the mark, the Father's arms are open to you. Amen. When you miss the what mark, the blood of Jesus qualifies you. Yeah. All you've got to do is repent, turn mm. back to God, yeah. and allow his love to transform you. That's one Amen. thing I love about the grace of God. It's a transforming grace. Yes. It changes you. Uh, and it never fails. Every Hallelujah. time you miss the mark, he's always there to catch you. Because that's good. He's oh, every time. The, the, do you know that you can never exhaust the grace of God? Never. In fact, that's what the Apostle Paul said in the, the in verse twenty one. We haven't got to twenty one yet. Twenty one is going to be deep. I never set aside the grace of God. It, let me go back there. Powerful. He, While yeah. you're getting that, I just yeah. want to say you said that Christ will always be there to pick you up. Yeah. Now, what's so powerful about that? Galatians five four says, you have been estranged from Christ. You who tried to justify yourself by the law, you have fallen from grace. So you don't fall from grace when you're imperfect. Mm. You fall from grace when you're trying to justify yourself by the law. Mm. So when you miss the mark, you don't fall from grace, you fall into grace. Because when I read Hebrews 13, 5, Mm. it says, I will never leave you nor 
nor forsake you. That word yeah. never is a double negative, which That's can be right. translated, I will never, ever, or yeah. never, never leave you. Yeah. In the Amplified, it says, I will never, ever leave you without comfort, yeah. support, or help. I will not, I will not, I will not. Yeah. Christ cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. He was forsaken for one moment, yeah. so we, so we, all of you, will never be forsaken for yeah. all of eternity. I hope you're beginning to see how much of a solid foundation yeah. the blood of Jesus is mm. for our intimacy and our walk with God. And let me just say this for the people that may say, you know, oh, um, oh, but are you saying grace is a license to sin? Mm. One thing about God God sees the end product. Yeah. He sees the beginning to the end. He sees the end from the beginning. Mm. And the way God sees us, he sees us through the lens of the cross. Mm. He sees us through the lens of the blood. Mm. And God knows how to remove the taste buds out of your mouth. He knows how to correct you. He knows how to rebuke you. Yeah. He knows how to put the fear of the Lord in you from time to time. Mm. God knows how to take the taste buds out of your mouth. But do not shut yourself off from the grace of God because that's the very thing that will transform you. Amen. Hallelujah. Should we get on to 21? Because yeah. just want to know? say one thing in answer to what you just said is that when we came when we came to know the Lord, when we came to know him, Ooh. he became our Lord and Savior. Jesus. But under grace, the relationship is transformed. Because Christ, you know, he comes to live on the inside of us. And when he does that, his father becomes our father. So that, when you're talking about that corrective nature, it's more than just a God correcting a human being. It's a father correcting a son. It's a father correcting a daughter. And that's what's so beautiful about the grace of God is that you, you listen, sometimes he will correct us and you know you're being corrected. Yeah, yeah. But it's always the correction of a father. Amen. And it's always for a good reason. Good, yeah. It, and especially if we are in that sin guilt cycle. He will correct and it'll be so long suffering, so understanding. But ultimately, as you said, he knows exactly how to bring you to the place of his grace. Hallelujah. And he'll bring you there eventually. Amen. You know, and, and, you, and you don't have to judge yourself. We do that, don't we? We judge ourselves. We fall. I fell again. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You know, I, I fell. I fell. I fell. I fell. But the grace has been given to us. So that we don't have to keep going through the Amen. sin guilt cycle. Trust God that he will eventually bring you out of the sin guilt Hallelujah. cycle. And that's Trust what it. Jesus does. He does. You know, people have this misconception that, oh, um, you are saying God loves me just the way that you, I am. Yeah, he loves you just the way that you are. But yeah. that doesn't mean he wants you to stay like that. That's right. He loves you the way you are, but he loves you so much that he's got a better way yeah. for you to live. Yeah. And he's going to show you that way mm. by his grace. Oh, but the trap of Satan is when he brings in guilt, shame, and yeah. then drags you back into the world, into Correct. the vomit, yeah. you once spewed out. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So this is just, this is so liberating. Amen. It's so powerful. And I believe this message and this truth can honestly save a generation. Yeah. Because people, people are already in guilt. Yeah. They're already in they shame. Are. Oh, absolutely. They're already in mental mm. torment. Mm. Mm. They need to know that we serve mm. a God, a God of peace, a God of love, a God yeah. of grace. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. I'm just reading the comments. Rebecca saying, so grateful to be part of Pragma Church. Claudette saying, that's right. Rosalind saying, he'll show you by his grace. Nan Preet saying, blessed message. Someone else saying, receiving from this. Yep, yep, yep. God is so, so good. We serve a wonder-working God. And he loves us so much that he wants us to walk in purity. He wants Amen. us to walk stronger he doesn't want us to stay in that cycle of defeatism but this is your way out declare after me this is my way out yeah hallelujah i'm looking for a scripture i want to read it absolutely let me see if i can find it um i don't remember where it is but i know it's a beautiful where are we you talk, bro, while I yeah, find yeah, the scripture. absolutely. God is so, so good. And I just I honestly <laughs> pray this is yeah. blessing some of you, touching some yeah. of you. And we've got a few more verses to share with you. Yeah. Then we are going to pray. Yeah. And then we're going to do a couple of things tonight. And I just believe it's going to be a special evening. I want us to take communion together tonight as well. Oh, man. That, that would be special, oh, I feel. Man. So there's a few things we definitely want to do tonight. Yeah. But this is meaty. It is, man. It's a steaky. I want to give this. I want to give this word, if I may, um, from uh, Ephesians chapter six and verse ten. Ephesians chapter six and verse ten. It says, "Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, (laughs) and in the power of His might." Then I say it again. Finally, my brethren, be strong in your body. Did it say that? Be strong in your mind. Did it say that? Finally, my brethren, be strong in your biceps. Did it say that? No. It said be strong in the Lord. It's saying that's where your strength is, in the Lord. And in the power of his might. You know, I'm so excited about that. Because you know what? The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And in the, and here he's telling us to be strong in the Lord. Be strong in his presence that is wow. inside of us tonight. Beautiful. I'm excited about that, Hallelujah. bro. I mean, how great is God that he puts his presence in you and then says, be strong in it. Wow. He puts his presence in you and then and then says, be strong. And not only be strong in, the, in his presence, but in the power of his might. Hallelujah. He puts that in you, and then he tells us we can be it. So I'm excited about that well. tonight, bro. Well, well, we've actually been on yeah. for, I believe, 90 minutes. Is it really? Over wow. 90 minutes. Wow. Is that correct? Wow. An hour and 40 minutes. See, this, this is what you call enjoying God's grace. It is. Because religion will say... 59 minutes and you should be off. Yeah. That's religion. But yeah. grace takes the limits off. It does. I like Hallelujah. that. Grace takes the limits off. Praise I've just seen some of your comments. Incredible, guys. Let's turn to Galatians 2, yeah. 20 to 21. This has been our keynote scripture for this evening. Mm. And God is just doing something profound today. You know, we're approaching Good mm. Friday. We're approaching a time where we meditate, reflect, remember the mm. sufferings of Christ. But we want it to go deeper for you. Yeah. We want you to realize the depth of... Mm. Of what he did for you and what it means for you in this present day that you're mm. alive. Galatians 2.20. Brother Hugh, I'm going to read this from the Amplified yeah, please. translation. This is powerful. Look at this. I have been crucified with Christ. Mm. In him I have shared his crucifixion. Mm. Mm. I have shared his crucifixion. Yeah, yeah. 
So Christ didn't just die for me. He died as me. I shared it with him. Wow. Wow. He's making it crystal clear. I have been crucified with Christ. In him I have shared his crucifixion. Mm. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life which I now live in the body, I live by faith, mm. by adherence and reliance and complete trust in the Son of God, Amen. who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. Now, verse 21. Let, let, mm. let's, let's take this from the New King James Version. We've been waiting a long time to finally yeah. get to 21. Yeah. But there is weight in this verse. Yes. There is virtue in this verse. There yeah. is freedom in this verse. Yeah. Verse 21. Mm. I do not set aside mm-hmm. the grace of God. Yeah. Ooh. I don't set it aside. No. If righteousness comes through the law, mm-hmm. then Christ died in vain. Yeah. I'm going to read that from the Amplified. Mm. Brothers and sisters, look how crystal clear this is. If you've got your Bibles with you, read this. If you haven't, hear this out loud. This is the word of the Lord for you Mm. today. And just like Brother Hugh shared that prophetic vision, Mm. that those arrows were firing certain Christians. They could Mm. not get to a certain point. Mm. But then Christians got to a higher level. Yeah. And they were able to fire their own darts. And that platform said Galatians 2 20. Mm. Look at this. Verse 21. This is going to just set so many people free right now. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. This is weighty. This is clear. And this is powerful. Galatians Mm. 2 verse 21 from the Amplified. Mm. Therefore, I do not treat God's gracious gift as something of minor importance and defeat its very purpose. Mm. I do not set aside and invalidate and frustrate and nullify the grace Mm. unmerited favor of God. Mm. For if justification, righteousness, acquittal from guilt comes through observing the ritual of the law, Mm. then Christ the Messiah died groundlessly and to no purpose, and in vain. Mm. His death was then wholly superfluous. And, you know, Mm. one thing I want to just say is, brothers and sisters, if you make this about your performance, your legalism, your do's and don'ts, Mm. then Jesus died for no reason. Remember when we first came to Christ, we were all a bunch of rebels. Mm. We knew nothing. We were messed up. We were riddled. We had imperfections. We had weaknesses. But Jesus said, my son, my daughter, come and sit at this table right now and come and dine with me. Oh, but I look filthy. Oh, but I'm wrinkled. I've not got a spotless garment. No, no. You're wearing my robe of righteousness. Remember when the prodigal son returned? The Mm. father put a robe on his back, a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. Mm. The robe of righteousness is upon you right now. And when we first gave our life to the Lord, there was such freedom. Mm. There was such joy. Wow, Jesus did this for me. I know where I'm going to go when I die. As a matter of fact, I'm never going to die. I've already died. I'm just going to move house when I take my final breath. Wow, it's because of Jesus. 
Jesus. He set me free. I'm no longer heavy. I'm no longer burdened. That backpack that I had filled up with responsibilities, sins, imperfections, and even pressures of life has been ripped off of my shoulder. That's how it was when you first gave your life to Jesus and when he was your first love. Now, all me and my brother here are doing today is we are pointing you back to your first love and we are laying out a foundation before you for you to use as a platform to be propelled into the arms of the Father once again during this special week. And as we approach Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, this is beautiful. Yeah, it really, really I just, is. Dr. Hugh, mm. I just feel in my heart, mm. I just want people to walk in such closeness to Jesus. Walking like Jesus. That's it. Yeah. I want them to be so united and not just union, but communion. Mm. Where they're so in one with him and then they're walking like him. They're talking like him. They're, yeah. they're just glorifying Jesus. When people see the blessings on your life, you say, listen, it's not I who live. Yeah. It's Christ lives in me. It's Jesus. Amen. It's not me who does the evangelism. I died. Amen. It's Jesus. Amen. It's not me who is giving the word today. I died. It's yeah. the spirit of the Lord. It's Jesus through me yeah. reaching those around me. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And your desire that you want to see is actually the mission of God. Because it's not, can I just say this? Because you just said that like as if it was your desire. It isn't. Christ is living in you (laughs) and has given you that desire. You know why? Because do you know that the things that we are discussing tonight is the last thing the devil ever wanted? We've got him on the ropes right now. He doesn't want people to get... We've got the devil on the ropes right now. He doesn't want people hearing this. No, because because you see, this creates the body of Christ that Jesus said he was coming back for. The the church without spot nor wrinkle. You know, did you ever think about when Jesus said, you know... (laughs) He said, greater things things will you do than I did because I go unto the Father. And when I, I always ask myself this question, I got friends, we're always saying this, you know, when will the church, the church start to act like Jesus? When will we actually start doing the things that he said we will do? When we realize what you just read. When we, when we stop setting aside, by the way, the reason why the Apostle Paul said that whole thing about, I do not set aside the grace of God. Because if you read on, you can't just kind of stop there. You know, because if you read on, the very next breath he says was, look, oh foolish Galatians, who who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? You know what, Dr. Hugh, we're just going to have to go there. Sorry, Uh, uh, we're just going to have to carry on. Listen, if you've got to go to sleep, then, you know, you do what you have to do. We've got to do what we have to do. (laughs) You know, you might say, I've got somewhere to go. No, we've got somewhere to go right here, right now. So please, the word of the Lord is being released right now. The the reason why Apostle Paul is going so strong on this is because religion was trying to creep back into the church. Absolutely. And that's what we're seeing today. And and so he starts off by saying, look, I'm not even alive, man. (laughs) You know, this is, I'm not even, and then, but you guys, you, you he says, not only are you foolish. Let's go three verse one. Yeah. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? So not only are you foolish, you're bewitched. Let's stop there, bro. Let's stop there. That's deep. Yes. He's basically saying, are you guys fools? Yeah. 
Who has done witchcraft on you that you've got so confused? Exactly. That's strong language. Look at it in the Amplified. Mm. Galatians 3 verse 1 in the Amplified. Oh, you poor and silly, faultless, unreflecting <laughs> and senseless Galatians. Wow. Who has fascinated or bewitched you or cast a spell over you? Yeah. Unto whom right before your very eyes, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was openly and graphically set forth and portrayed as crucified. Yeah. Bro, that's strong language. Very strong language. Who has cast a spell on you, you Absolutely. fools? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what he was saying in that verse 21 is, listen, I'm not setting aside the grace of God. This is the power of God. And righteousness can only come through that grace. So who... Where did you get this? Because what actually happened was, of course, the Ju the Judaizers went in after Paul. Paul went in, preached a great message, got them saved, got them filled with the Holy Spirit. They were receiving the Holy Spirit. Then somebody came behind them and said, yeah, but mm, you're not circumcised. Yeah, but mm, you're not, you know, you, you, you know, you're not meeting in the synagogue twice mm. a week. You know, you're not praying. And they started bringing the law on them, tried to put them back under the law. And Apostle Paul, I mean, he's, in fact, if you go to the beginning brutal. of the book, he's absolutely. Brutal. I mean, Galatians well, 1 is brutal. I was going to say. Galatians 1, uh, you know, 7, 8, 9 is absolutely brutal. Double curse, bro. Double curse. I mean, listen, I want people to really catch us. You might say, how is this relevant to me? I'll tell you how. Yeah. Because we are the end time church. Yes. And as the end time church that is called to be without spot and wrinkle, it's very important that you stay under the blood of Jesus. Yeah. It's very important you stay under the garment of righteousness. I mean, there's another powerful script. I mean, there's so many scriptures, bro, mm. just coming to mind right now. Yeah. But there's a powerful scripture in the book of Philippians. Yeah. Chapter four. Chapter four. Uh -huh. mm. So one sec, man. This is just. This is just. Yeah, I'm just getting a bit overloaded with mm. words right now. This is just powerful. Sila brasata kayenta. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's actually Philippians chapter three. Yeah. Verse nine. Yeah. And be found mm. in Him. Mm. <gasps> That's it. <Ooh. laughs> That's it. Yeah. If you're going to be found by God, yeah. be found in him. Oh, come on. If you're going to be found by the devil, be found in him. Yeah. If you're going to be found in the midst of a warfare on a battleground, yeah. you better be found in him. Not found in your own works, not found in your own performance, not found in how loud you pray. You just better be found in him. Look at Rough. this. Philippians chapter 3 verse 9. Be found in him. Wow. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law. Oh, come on now. Bruv, can I counterpunch? You can, bro. I might have a two, three combo <laughs> straight after that. Can I counterpunch? Can I counterpunch with Galatians 1, 15 and 16? You can. Uh, let, let me just finish, finish this up. first then. Uh, get, that right, yeah, get that ready. Get, get a few punches Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> let me just double up the jab a little yeah. bit. One sec. Go on. And be found in him. Yeah. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law. Mm -hmm. Look at this, Brother Hugh. Oh, look at this. But that which is through faith Come in on. Christ. Oh. The righteousness. Wow. Which is, <laughs> whoa. From God by faith i'm just going to read that in the amplified just to yeah. bring a bit of yeah go on no go on do and that, that i may actually 
<laughs> I feel the anointing, brother, yeah. right now. Oh, I feel the joy. Amen. And I believe people, God's restoring joy for people today. Amen. Remember, the world wants you depressed. Satan wants you despondent. God wants you filled with joy. Mm. This revelation not only sets you free from yourself. Yeah. This revelation not only rips off that heavy backpack of performance, responsibility, tradition. This revelation fills you with joy. Oh, Look man. at this in the Amplified. Mm -hmm. That I may actually be found and known as in him. Come on now. Not having any self-achieved ah. righteousness that can be called my own mm. based on my obedience to the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness and supposed right standing with God thus acquired. But possessing that genuine righteousness mm. that comes through faith in Christ, the anointed one, mm. the truly right standing with God, which comes from God. God by saving faith. Amen. It can't be any clearer, Doctor Hugh. I love when you said in the in the the original version when you said about being found in Him. New King James w version. Yes. Read that line again. W w and be found in Him. I, I want to counterpunch on that one. Mm -hmm. It's Gal Galatians 1, 15, 16. This is what it says. This is being found in Him. Look at this. But when it pleased God. Who separated me from my mother's womb <laughs> and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me. This is huge. Wow. That I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. God, you talked about being found in him. Yeah. In this scripture, he talks about revealing his son in him wow look at that by his grace Jesus. he reveals his son in paul and instantly paul now is preaching the gospel and writing half the new testament for that matter this is so powerful friends yeah. in that day when mm. you stand before god when you take your final breath you don't want to say god look at all the church services i attended let yeah. me in through the pearly gate wow. god look at all the preaching engagements let me in through the pearly gate god look at all the souls i won let me in through the pearly gate mm. no 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 that's not going to be me me it's not going to be like lord look at my ministry let me in no 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 for me it's going to be lord thank you for the blood Amen. lord i'm found in the gift of righteousness Amen. lord i'm not just walking and i'm running in boldly yeah. through the precious blood of jesus yeah. through the gift of righteousness this yeah. is profound you've got to catch this Amen. hallelujah be found in him Amen. right now on this wednesday in this month of april 2023 in Amen. this holy week we want to exhort you and Amen. encourage you be found in him Amen. be found in his righteousness preach it brother. hallelujah i feel the anointing just Amen. come upon preach me it, bro brother. it's just glory preach be it. to god preach man. it preach it preach it preach it hallelujah may every single person under she the sound of our voice tonight may every single person who's listening yeah, yeah, yeah. lord i just pray that some part of this message has deposited a, a faith into somebody's heart i pray that some part of this message has de de deposited a sense 
I hope that people would rise up to a new level. That's what I heard uh, uh, Pastor Daniel last week, that God was saying that I need the church to move to another level. You know, we've been through pandemics. We've been through all of this crazy stuff in the world, and we're still going through stuff. And I believe God, the Father, is wanting his children to come to another level. May each and every person under the sound of our voices tonight, may we come to another level in Christ. May we recognize, may we be found in him, but may also he be found in us. When we look in the mirror, may we not just see ourselves as who we are anymore. The Bible talks about no longer regarding each other after the flesh. And I pray tonight that we will begin to disregard the flesh and begin to see ourselves in the spirit for who we are. I pray there will be an activation tonight amen brother daniel i want to actually ask people right now if you have a prayer request type it below right now amen we have got prayer warriors in our team that are covering each of these requests and me and brother Hugh are going to pray corporately over each one but if you have a prayer request because there's a unique anointing at work Mm. today and i believe it's an anointing that will accelerate it's an anointing that like you said will take people to that next level level. but like that prophetic vision you shared Mm. earlier galatians 2 20 was the level it was the the platform and it was the ground to release greater fiery darts of your own towards the devil amen oh and by the way there was another thing in that vision that i remember was that on the galatians 220 level the 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 person uh rick when he was in the vision he took his sword which had now grown to such a size (laughs) that he could dig his sword into the ground and actually sit on it and it stabilized him so that he could fire those arrows that's what happened in the spirit so what it means is when we get to the place of galatians 220 it's no longer i that lives but christ who lives in me what happens is the word of god is solidified in our lives it's Mm. solidified it becomes something that we can lean upon look at that we can know 100 percent that whatever we are going through we can lean this is a word we can lean on look at god and everything else Everything else that we're facing becomes minuscule in the face of that. Powerful, powerful. I'm just seeing people dropping their prayer requests in right now for work, for jobs, for healing, for family members to get saved. Mm. Bless you all, bless you. And the reason why I'm getting you to type that comment isn't just so we can see it, Mm. but it's actually so you can release faith. It's so you can release a point of contact to engage, to come into agreement with the prayers we are actually releasing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God is doing miracles. You know, Dr. Hugh, we are believing as a church that this year is the year of the manifestation. The manifestation of the promise. That which God has promised unto you, we're believing this year it shall manifest. And it's happening. People are getting married. People are getting supernatural provision. People are getting healed by the Lord. People are getting babies that were told they can't have babies. Mm. Something supernatural is happening. Mm. And I believe that when you are in genuine grace, Mm. it produces life. Absolutely. And uh, for those who are in a struggle at the moment so you you you're believing and trusting god but you're not seeing it yet mm. i want to let you know that that struggle that you're going through is part it's just part of oh, the yeah. deliverance that you're coming through Man. you listen it, some of it, uh, some of you have even prayed this year and it's gotten worse. Things have gotten worse for you. But hold on to the word that the man of God just gave. Because listen, 
the Lord, I believe, is taking us to another level. You know, Daniel, I believe that people are going through some struggles in this time. It's a tough Amen. time for it a lot is, of people. But God is taking... But, but God, God! But God! But God! You know, that's what it's about. He's taking us to another level. Because the level that we were at was never going to do it, bro. Come on. The level we on, were at man. was never going to do it. That's why he needs to bring us through grace to a knowledge of Christ, to who we really, really are, to a waking up of his presence on the inside of us so that when we now pass through, because the world is changing, brother. Religion ain't going to get the job done anymore. Hallelujah. It's the children of God, the Amen. real spirit-filled believers walking in the grace of God, Amen. filled with the Holy Ghost and power. Hallelujah. That's what we need to see Come again. The days of the... of of. It's Acts chapter chapter 11 Come where they said they were known as Christians mm. because the arm of the Lord was with them. That was, these are the days that we're in again. It's the days of Elijah. And we're in those days where just on a broadcast like this, the Lord himself, I believe, will touch and heal and, uh, and, uh, and take care of so many situations that we can't even... I can see so many prayer requests coming Hallelujah. down. Hallelujah. Yeah, I see him. So many. I see him. I see him. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's just cover all these prayer requests and yeah. just put them in the hands of the Lord right Amen. now. Let's release faith right now. Mm. So every single person that's commented right now. Yeah, we Praise see it. We Lord. see it. We see it. Glory be to God. Mm. We want to include you in these prayers right yeah. now that we're about to release. Amen. And then we're going to do a couple of other things. We want to have communion together. We want yeah. to do a few things tonight. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, Amen. most high God, we thank you, God, for your love and your mercy. Lord, oh. we come to you through the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. We come to you through the gift of righteousness. Mm. We come to you yeah. in confidence. And Father, mm. I pray and lift up every single person that mm. has commented a prayer request right now. Amen. Father, as they have released that prayer request in desperation, in need, within their struggle, their mm. trial, whatever it is that they're going through, or even those that have commented for a loved one or a family member mm. to encounter the Lord, Father, we just cover each prayer request right now. Lord, you know the ins and outs of these prayer requests. Lord, you know what they're going through. Father, right now, live on air, we declare breakthrough. We mm. declare healing. And Lord, may your grace, may the spirit of grace, may your anointing that destroys every yoke of mm. bondage. Lord, may your anointing go forth, Lord, mm. and shake lives. Lord, mm. may it... Free those that are oppressed by devils. Lord, may it heal those that are sick. Mm. Lord, thank you that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities. Mm. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Mm. That by his stripes we were healed. And Lord, just like it says in, in the letters of Peter 2.24, that we were healed. Amen. Lord, we thank you that in Christ, through the finished work, through the atonement, through the sufferings, through the broken body, we can confidently receive healing. Amen. And I pray that and I release that mm. over every person tuned in right now mm. 
in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. And we agree, agree with us. We receive it by faith. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. A couple of things that I saw in the spirit while you were praying, brother. I I saw a a pair of eyes appear in front Mm -hmm. of me, and I believe that somebody is having their eyes healed tonight in the name of Jesus. Just a pair of eyes. I don't know, maybe it's cataracts. I don't know what it was, but I saw a pair of eyes. I believe the Lord is healing those eyes tonight. I also saw um, something like a a wedding. I saw a wedding dress, a wedding dress. And I believe that, I don't know if somebody's struggling in your in your marriage or you're struggling to get married. I saw this wedding dress. I don't, and I think it was, to do with somebody out there who's watching us tonight, whoever's struggling in that area, maybe you're struggling in the area of a marriage or you're struggling with getting married. I think that's what it was, was a wedding dress. The Lord is with you tonight. The Lord will see you through that situation. And I believe the Lord is... I believe the Lord is healing various body parts tonight, brother. Wow, wow, wow. Various body parts. Glory be to God. I actually even sense, even Mm. as we take communion, healings are going to break out. You know, one thing about taking communion after a message like this is the focus is Jesus plus nothing. The focus is his body, his blood. So I'm looking forward to that. Whenever you are ready. Absolutely. Glory be to God. So this is what I want to do. I want to give people an opportunity Mm. to support the ministry as well. You know, so I do want to give you guys an opportunity to do that. So Mm. here's what we're going to do. Before we take communion, I just want to give you an opportunity to stand with us. You know, we are walking like Jesus ministries. We are believing God for a building. We believe in God for premises. We believe in God for a headquarters that would have... TV studios, auditoriums for our church to be based within, coffee shops, offices, trainings for our Bible school. We are believing God for a headquarters, Brother Hugh. And and even having you on today, I want you to agree with us in prayer for this as well. But I also want to really encourage the viewers today to stand with us. With your prayers, of course, you know, we honestly appreciate every single person that prays for us. But we do also want to encourage people to stand with us financially. You know, one thing about the soil of this ministry, it's fertile ground. Souls are being saved. Mm. Believers are being discipled. And Jesus is being glorified. Mm. So, you know, if you want to support a ministry, I would encourage you to support Walking Like Jesus Ministries because I have seen firsthand the testimonies, the hand of the Lord, the power of God at work. I've seen it firsthand. So I just really want to encourage you to consider standing with us today now obviously there's a number of ways you can give you can give via head into our website which is walkinglikejesus.org slash building specifically for the building fund or you can head over to walkinglikejesus.org slash giving you know so there are two ways you can give but the building is going to be profound it's going to help us do more reach more and yeah, we're just really looking forward to all that God is going to do. So, yeah, we've been on for over two hours tonight. Obviously, we just want to bless people. We want to see people walking with him closely, then walking like him boldly. That's mm. our heart. And you can help us reach more people. You know, we've got Trafalgar Square outreach on June the 3rd, oh, which man. is incredible. We're very much outward focused. So it's not just about building like normal organizations. We are reaching out. We've got Trafalgar Square on June the 3rd. 
got Tent Revival on August the 5th, and we've got various local outreaches. As a matter of fact, we've got an outreach this Saturday taking place. So soul winning is very much the heartbeat of this ministry. Yeah. And, you know, the father's heart is sold. Even tonight, many have been drawn back to the father. Amen. You know, I had a prophetic word on Sunday that, you know how in the last days, many talk about the great falling away. The scripture speaks yeah. about it as well. Mm. As I was praying in the spirit on the platform at church on Sunday, I heard these words in my spirit. Mm. The great turning back to God. Yeah. The great call of repentance. And yeah. I just believe even with the message we've released tonight, it would yeah. draw so many back to That's the Father, yeah. back to their first love. Yes. So even as people do consider to give today, I just want to encourage you, give generously, give, you know, without grudgingly, without dragging your feet, give cheerfully today, mm. you know, and on walkinglikejesus.org, there's various different ways for you to give. And Dr. Hugh, if you want to, you know, just, Share a little bit on that. You can as well. No, I just want to say, you know, look, I've I've been uh, around the sort of particular media ministries for many years, and um, I'm excited. It's always easier for me to ask for somebody else than than for myself. And for, this is a ministry that I am really, really, I'm so at peace to say, yeah, do support this ministry. This is a real man of God. This is a real ministry. The evidence is there. You're out on the roads. You're out ministering. You can't find a better ministry to sow your seed into than a ministry that's outside. You can find another one, go sow it there. But here, the people who have come, they've come because this is God, man. Amen. This is God. God is God has blessed the work of your hands. And the viewers know it. Amen. <coughs> they know it. They want to sow into a, a and I want to say this, very important. This window, and I'm not one of these guys that goes around talking about you give to get and all the rest mm -hmm. of it, but this window, this mo'edim of God, i.e. This, this invitation that God has invited, that's what we're in right now. There is never, you speak to any Jewish person and they will tell you straight, the best time, the most wonderful time to give is during a mo'edim of God. Wow. And we're in one right now. Wow. This 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 it's is deep. Passover, and it's a great time to give. Not just because this isn't a, a try to get money out of people, mm. because it causes a blessing to return to you. Hallelujah. Bible says, "Give and it will come back to you." Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I ask not for myself, but for this ministry. Support this ministry, and I'm excited. Uh, Daniel about your building because we're in an undisclosed location right now yes we are but I this is just a seed this is and the mm. Bible says despise not the day of your small beginnings and this is just a seed I know your vision is for media my vision is for media I'm going to be right alongside you Hallelujah. and I believe that you're going to have a tremendous studio in your new building Amen. and I'm going to sp say this prophetically mm. Got to be so careful with these things because you never know who's listening. But I believe the Lord is going to release unto you a network, not just, not ju I believe you're releasing a TV network. Hallelujah. That's what I believe you're, it's more than just a building, Brother Daniel. It's a global outreach. That's what I think God's going to do with you. Know, you know, I know we're live on air, but yeah. prophetically, just to confirm that, that's the first prophetic word I've had yeah. about us launching a TV network. That's go. the third word I've had. 
Well, just okay. to encourage you that yeah. you're boldly releasing it live on air, so I might as well tell you live on air. Yeah, that's a massive Praise confirmation. It's coming. I mean, your ministry has always been media related, and yes. I can tell. I know because I've been around. I'm a prophetic marker when it comes to TV. I've been involved in the launch of what? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five TV stations, wow. Christian TV stations. I was around before there was Christian television. Wow, I know. I know a prophetic mark when I see one. There's a prophetic mark right here. So I'm excited about the building. I want people to give, give, and give, and give, and give wow. until you get the building that you need. And I want to be right there. Hopefully making some programs with you absolutely absolutely it's it's already done we love you and thank you for your heart even sharing that such a selfless thing for you to do you know and uh, but it's a kingdom thing so we honor you and we thank you and i just want to encourage you all as you've heard those words from dr hugh you know a man who's been in tv ministry for decades is just don't make me sound that old no no (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's, tr- it's true, though. It's true, though. You know, and that's yeah. that's an accomplishment, bro. That's a yeah. milestone. Yeah. You know, you've been around from before. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. look, so we just want to encourage you to stand with yeah. us. You know, you might be watching from the USA. You might be watching from Africa, Asia, Dubai, the UAE. You might be watching from the UK. I mean, if you're watching from the UK, listen, we're, we're making waves in this country. Yeah. You know, so I strongly encourage you to stand with, with us. Of course, your prayers are powerful. But when you give, it's very practical and it really helps us. So there's two things you can do. You can either partner monthly. And obviously, when you give monthly, that helps us forward plan. That helps us make decisions. That helps us, you know, be calculated. Or you can give a one-off gift today as well. And we would gladly appreciate that. And there's various methods for you to give on the website. The QR code is on the screen. You can just scan that with your camera or just type that website in on your phones. And yeah, UK giving can be gift aided as well. So if you tick gift aid, we can get an extra 25% on that. And if you're an international, you can give via bank transfer. You can give via um online giving there's an option there for international giving as well you can even send a check you know i don't even know if people still use checks but you can send a check <laughs> i've seen one of those for a long time yeah 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 so you know the details will be on the website you can even call up the ministry right now the telephone number is below so you can call up the ministry and give right now you know and we would so greatly appreciate that thank you pinky that's just sewn in from dubai we have just seen that, and yeah, we just honour that. Can we put that on the screen? That's just amazing. To... I didn't know people could do that. They can do a super chat while they're watching the broadcast. Yeah, so I think on amazing. YouTube there's the super chat option. So mm. yeah, thank you all the way from Dubai. You know, glory be to oh, God. We appreciate that. So wherever you're from, you know, the seed is going into good ground, yeah. and yeah, God is good. I want to say something else about your broadcast, which really interests me, Daniel. Your broadcast or your audience is a real representative. Um, a real representative representation of the body of Christ. I see people from every nation watching here tonight. Hallelujah. That's a real achievement. You know, congratulations uh, to you and your team in Thank doing you. this. I see people from, I see people of uh, Asian descent. I see African people. I see Americans. I see ev- almost every nation you've got coming through here. I cannot, uh, I cannot 
recommend your ministry enough. And you know I'm a big supporter you. of you, everything you do. And may God continue to bless you in everything that you do. And thanks for also allowing me to come and just kind of chew the fat with you a little bit, you know, and, and <laughs> catch, you, some of the, catch some of the, the fire of God anointing that's on your life. Listen, man. love you. And th th yeah. this is the first of many. Praise you know, God. And um, yeah. So what we're going to do for a few moments, we're going to give you an opportunity to give, you know, it's only right because some of you are going to give today and you're going to get blessed. You're going to receive breakthrough. The word that has gone forth today has been a special one. So we're going to play a few videos as you give. We'll give you a few moments to do that. And then as we return, we shall take communion together. So don't go anywhere. Thank you for all those that are considering to give. We'll see you in a few moments. Friends, the ministry is growing at such a fast pace. The teams are growing, the impact and reach is increasing. God is doing so much and we are in a position where we need a building. The Revival Centre is what we are believing God for. It will be a centre that will have its own auditorium for revival services, equipping, schools and leadership training and really encouraging the next generation of evangelists and revivalists. It would have a TV media studio. It would have land where we can put up our own tent. This building would not just be an ordinary building that's dormant or inactive, but it would really be a building that's in use for revival and for an end time army to be trained. So we want to encourage you to join your heart with us, join your faith with us, as we believe God that these next 10 years will be a decade of double harvest. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, God is so good. I want to very briefly just pray very quickly for every person that has just sown in and given today. We just want to say thank you and just say a special prayer for those that have given today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I Amen. just pray that, Lord, of your children, as they've sown in today, Father, I declare that as they have built an agreement and a partnership in the Spirit, Lord, as they have joined their hearts with us in faith, Amen. Lord, may the anointing on us, Lord, pour out upon them. Father, I pray that all that you're doing today may have a great impact on them. And I declare as they are seeking first the kingdom of God, Lord, my prayer is may there be no lack in their life, Father. You are El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. Amen. And we thank you, Lord, for all those that have supported us and stood with us today. Mm. And we pray that from their giving, may many souls be reached, may have a real impact for all of eternity, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We want to say thank you very much for every person that has given today. It's because of you that we're able to take the gospel further. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to take communion now, and I'm so looking forward to this. Mm. This is a special week. It's been a special evening, and I believe it's going to be a special Good Friday, Resurrection Sunday, and the whole week. Amen. The Passover, the prophetic indication of today and what it means today. Yeah. I'm just going to hand it over to you, Brother Hugh, just to mm. touch on a few things before we take communion, mm. just to allow people to go a bit deeper. Yeah. Well, I mean... The, this night that we're in right now, it's the 14th of Nisan in the Hebrew calendar tonight. And um, so it's the beginning of Passover. 
Passover is that time when the Jewish people would remember uh, their deliverance. Mm. Their deliverance took place on the night when, uh, and I'm trying to be brief about this, when the Lord said that the the death death would pass through the land of Goshen. And he told the people to sacrifice a lamb, one for every household, take the blood of the lamb and put it on the 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 three, the lintels mm. of the house and the the top bar so it was in three places wow on the and this was the night when the lord said when i see the blood i'll pass by you this is the night that the lord commanded the children of israel wow. once a year to gather and remember on the 14th of nisan this is also the night when Christ, this is also the very day that Christ, people don't realize this is the day Christ went to the cross. Wow. He went to the cross on the day that God told the children of Israel to sacrifice the lamb. Look at that. That's why John said, this is prophetic. prophetic. John said, this wow. is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And I want to say something tonight. The prophetic window is open. I believe that we are gathered together. You know, I gave a prophecy years ago brother, about glo global prayer meetings that would happen through television networks. I gave it on a, on a, on wow. a television station years ago that people would pray together and have communion together. And here we are tonight on that. the very, I mean, I didn't know I was even going to be here, wow. but I'm here on the 14th of Nisan on the feast of Passover. We're here gathered together on the very moment that Christ would have gone to the cross. Wow. So this is powerful. The Apostle Paul taps into this. And I, I need to say this, that every single time we take communion, my brother, its root is in this very night. Communion began wow. when Christ sat with his 12 disciples and, he's, and, and they were observing the Passover. That's how it began. But, you know, I will tell you two things before we take the, the Passover. Please do. Uh, just let me talk about these. I'll, I'll be very brief. The Jewish people, they use the unleavened bread. And we mentioned earlier on, when you, were t you talked about uh, pride, you remember? Yes. And I was explaining how the Jewish people, they have this search for hometz, which they involve the children in, which was... They use this unleavened bread and take all leaven from in the house to remind the people of God that pride must be removed from their lives at this time. Yeah. So that's why the Apostle Paul said, don't take this any old way. You know, remove pride from your life when you don't take the body of Christ. I think the word he used was um, uh, uh, don't treat it like it's. Just a, any meal, any mm -hmm. meal. This is something precious. Wow. It's something much more than that, and it means so much more. This, so pride is important. Don't take it pridefully. Mm. Secondly, this, what we're going to take, the we've got some juice here, mm. which is representing the blood. Amen. But there's something about this that I want to share tonight. We're going to read the scripture in a minute and you're going to see that it says when the supper was ended, he took the cup. And I haven't got time to share too much of us. We'll be here for another hour. But did you know that in that uh, prophetic meal, which took place on the on the night of 
Christ's suffering, he actually he actually uh, gathered with his disciples, and they had what we call a Seder meal. The, there's an order. In fact, the Jewish people, they call it the Haggadah, and they follow it through very meticulously. Mm. There are four cups that they drink. They drink the various cups and they dip. We're not going to get into it now. On Sunday night, I'm going to do it on my own on my own program, but they, they dip the salt, they dip the herbs, they drink some wine, they say some prayers, they sing some songs. It's kind of a, they call it the Haggadah. And it's an order. In fact, that's what Haggadah means, the order. But did you know that there was there was actually, within Jewish circles, there was a talk of a fifth cup. And this fifth cup was left on the table. Nobody drank from it in the Jewish circles because they called it the Elijah cup. Mm. And did you know that this Elijah cup, even until today, in certain Jewish homes, they still pour the Elijah cup. There's a whole ritual where they send the kids to the door to see if Elijah's there. Why? Because according to their beliefs, which is absolutely true, Elijah must come before the Messiah comes. So they didn't receive Jesus as the Messiah. But when Jesus came, he spoke of a man called John the Baptist. And he said, of all the sons of men, there's been none greater than John. But he said, he's the least in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And he went on to say, and this, for those of you who can receive it, this was Elijah that was to come. So that's the reason why at the end of the meal, the cup that's normally never dr drunk from, the cup that's never ever touched because Elijah has not come, the Bible tells us that Jesus took the cup <laughs> because he is the Messiah and he has come and his blood has been shed for us all. Wow. I want to read what the Apostle Paul said Jesus. in the book of 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night when he was betrayed, wow. took bread. I mean, we could talk about that. Mm, yeah. On the same night when he was betrayed, <sighs> he took bread. You know, just one point. He's about to have dinner, and he knows that one of the 12 is going to betray him. He's about to have dinner with someone who wants to kill him. Talk about the flesh, crucifying the flesh. Mm. On the night when he was betrayed by one who was sitting around the table, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Shall we do that together? Hallelujah. Yes, let's do that. Shall we do that together right now? Amen. Lord, we just want to honor that moment tonight. We have talked tonight about your precious presence on the inside of us. Yes, Lord. We've talked tonight about not being qualified in ourselves and not looking at our own disqualifications. Mm. What a word that we heard tonight. But tonight, we know that we are no longer disqualified. Amen. We know that whoever we are, wherever we've come from, we know that we're only qualified, Lord, through you. Amen. It's your body that was broken for us. Jesus. 
And we know that if we try in any way, shape or form to be qualified in ourselves, we cannot do it. But we know that you did it. For your body was broken for us. We know that you did it. Because you went to the cross, we know that you did it. And because you did it, we can receive the free gift of your righteousness. I pray every single person Mm. who does not feel worthy to take this tonight, I pray they will receive on this 14th of Nisan, on this open window, on this precious night, on this this night of Mo'edim, where you have invited us to come, that tonight they will receive the forgiveness that you purchased through your broken body. Amen. Daniel, the body of Christ is broken for you. Thank you very much. Uh, We're going to let our producer as well, he's in the studio, so you can pass it. And, and if, you're, if you've got your bread with us, this is your moment to grab that bread, break it with us right now. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You get your bread ready. We're going to eat together. Mm. My brother, we're going to eat together all over the world, wherever you're Amen. watching from. Yeah. The body of Christ body is broken for you. Broken. I take it and let's eat it together. In Jesus' name. Jesus. In verse 25, it says, In the same manner also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. He's saying that you're to do this as often as you drink it, now in remembrance of me. He was telling the people of the time, I know that you have done, you've got to know that this ceremony, this uh, procedure, this uh, tradition had been done for many, many, many years before Mm. Christ came. But they were doing it for a different reason. Here tonight, Christ takes the Elijah cup, the one that he knows people they, they just cannot believe that Elijah has actually come. But he says, tonight, I, I'm taking this cup because I am the Messiah. Hallelujah. And I want you to do from this moment on, this will be the new covenant in my blood. Thank you, Jesus. And he says, I want you to do this in remembrance of me. And tonight, mm. if you have your cup tonight brother daniel we're gonna take the cup amen hallelujah the same way as christ took the cup and declared i am the messiah to those who were there tonight we're going to take the cup and we're going to declare lord jesus you are the messiah thank you lord but even deeper than that the bible tells us that it's by his blood that he has broken down the middle wall of separation to those who were near and those that were far away. 
And so tonight, as we take this, as we take this together, I want us to believe God tonight for healings in our body Amen. Yeah. by the blood of Jesus. I want us to believe God tonight for all those prayer requests that we prayed. Family members to be saved. I saw some of you writing uh, for togetherness in your family, for healings in your family. Some are praying about your brothers. Some are praying about your sisters. Yeah. So many prayers that we've seen tonight, we can't mention them all. But tonight we take the communion of the body of Christ with the blood of Jesus. Mm. And you know, brother, when we drink this, mm. the blood is now reunited with the body. Hallelujah. But we are the body of Christ. And so, brother Daniel, mm. the blood of Jesus is shed for you. Thank you. Brother David in the studio as well. The blood of Jesus is shed for you. And our precious friends who are watching with us today, the blood of Jesus is shed for you. Mm. And we should drink it all together now. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. worthy mm. through the blood of Jesus. Amen. None are worthy through their own mm. righteousness, Amen. but all are worthy through the blood of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen. Wow. Well, our prayer is today that what we can sense here right now in the studios, the depth, the anointing, the mm. grace of God will just mark you. May it mark you. Remember, we've prophesied, we've released this Resurrection Sunday, this Good Friday, this day right now that we're reflecting upon. Amen. Shall be deeper and will give you a greater revelation of what yeah. Christ did for you. Amen. And may it affect what you do for him as you mm. live out your life. Hallelujah. Mm. I just feel a prophetic wow. word to mm. say, to speak that um, somebody you're watching, you're watching the program right now. And you feel disqualified. You have felt disqualified. I believe that after tonight, there will be a change in your life. You will no longer, as Brother Daniel said earlier on, you, that you, we will not no longer be looking at the disqualifications. Amen. This is for you. You will no longer be, ah, oh, feel the presence of God. You will no longer be disqualified. As of tonight, I declare over you, there are ministers watching, Daniel. Mm -hmm. I feel it in my spirit. Who who have felt disqualified. In fact, they've been disqualified by man. But you know that man's rejection is your direction tonight. The fact that man has rejected you has led you to a better way. And you now know that the only way for us to walk is to walk in the complete grace of God. Amen. It's no longer you that lives, but Christ who lives in you. I believe 
there are doors opening tonight daniel wow. i feel it in my spirit there are yeah. doors opening for people who are wow. watching Hallelujah. ministers mm. who are watching doors wow. will begin to glory open. to god there's a cleansing that's taken place tonight in Thank many Jesus. lives and you will see Hallelujah. You will receive testimonies Amen. of change that's taken place in people's life Glory after to tonight. God. Amen. You will receive the testimonies here in this ministry. Glory to God. That the Lord, favor and grace has come. Grace and favor has come. And where there was a blockage, particularly where ministry is concerned, that blockage is being removed in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus. I hear repentances happening tonight. Amen. People repenting of religion. Wow. People re repenting of self-righteousness wow. and coming good. under a flow of God's grace tonight in Very Jesus' good. name. Very good. Hallelujah. God is so, so good. What an incredible broadcast today. And like Dr. Hugh said, I'm looking forward to hearing testimonies. So write to us, let us know. And I do want to share a few notices right before we close. I want to say this, this Friday, we have our Good Friday service taking place in Milton Keynes. That's mm -hmm. our Good Friday service at the Chrysalis Theatre in Milton Keynes. You are very welcome to join us. It'll be at 7 p.m., and then Sunday at 4 p.m. we will have our Resurrection Sunday service with water baptisms. So if you feel you, it's time for you to get baptized, come and join us this Sunday. It is going to be an incredible celebration oh, yeah. service. So we're looking forward to that. And there's other things as well. You know, we've got the Tent Revival on August the 5th. We've got Trafalgar Square Outreach on June the 3rd. And of course, every Wednesday, we are here with you, 8.30 p.m., myself, Pastor Tanya, and from time to time, we'll have special guests come and bless us, like Dr. Hugh has done today. It's been a joy and an honor to have you. It's been my honor, bro. It's been a real honor to come, you know that? Yeah. Really? No, it's Hallelujah. been a real well, we honor. We appreciate you, man. And I haven't, I haven't been you know, in the UK for such a long time. I've been in Spain for 10 years, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So to be back here and... and you know, and you know, our our friendship has grown. <laughs> of course. And then now to be here with you. I mean, what's funny is I was with the men at the men's retreat in Spain yeah. and they just loved going out to Spain and all these God connections here. And then when I heard that you're going, you're moving to Barbados, it, I said, right, brothers, the next men's retreat is going to be in Barbados. Everyone got so happy. <laughs> yeah. <in there. laughs> yeah. I will yeah. say this, Dr. Hugh, I mean, we're going to Israel together. Yeah, that's right. How special is that going I'm to really, be? really, really looking forward to that. That is um, going to be so special. Look, there are so many things that um, we, 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 look, there's a body of information mm. that is, that is by and large hidden from the church. And until you go to Israel and you experience it, and I used to be a big thing of, look, I'm just about Christ. I don't need to go to Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. I mean, I'm not knocking people like that. But man, when I went to Israel, this the Bible got clearer. Wow. The, it got more real. It got more more powerful. There's so much to learn. Bro, I was in Rome a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. And I went to the prison where Paul was and where he wrote Second Timothy. It wow. was his final letter wow. and then he was beheaded after. Wow. And, bro, that marked me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. to think... Could you feel the anointing there? I could. Yeah. I could. And, yeah. you know, with me, I'm one of those people that the early church really inspire me. Yeah. I'm really inspired by the early church. Yeah. And 
if Rome did that to me, mm. my goodness, when we get to Israel, it's going to be off the charts. So I want to invite people right now, for those yeah. that wish to join us for the Israel trip in the year of 2024, February, we're going to be going. Please join us. It's going to be great. We've got a tour company handling it all for us. Tours for Christians, I believe it's called. You can head over to walkinglikejesus.org slash Israel, and then you can click through to get onto book your space but dr hugh is one of the guest ministers with us and obviously there'll be pastor tanya as well and others from pragma church partners of the ministry dr hugh is going to have people from his ministry joining us as well spirit and life so we're so looking forward to this trip it's less than 12 months to go now so february 2024 do book on because spaces are limited and it's just going to be great. We look forward to having you with us. I'll give you one little taste of something that happened to me in Israel when we were on the. There's a, and I'm sure we'll be doing this. I've seen it in the in the in the itinerary. When you go out on the boat oh, and wow. you go out on the the Sea of Galilee. Now there's yeah. always a part for everybody. There's one element of the trip where you're going to break down I, let me just warn everybody you come on this trip at some point you're going to burst wow. into tears <laughs> you know you go the spirit of god's going to hit you and you're going to feel <laughs> you're going to feel the presence of god and Ooh. you will you 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 will fall out or you will you'll break down mine was the sea of galilee wow because when we went out on that boat i mean i was holding it you know i'm a man of god you know i'm holding it together <laughs> you know when we got out on that sea of galilee and the boat got into the middle of the sea Ice, it's like Jesus walked on that water, right? But a brother, that's why I said, did you feel the presence of God in in that prison? Because Mm. when we were out on that, I couldn't hold it back. The tears, I could, he's he's left his presence there. What he did on that water, you can still sense when you're on the water. You're not even there and you're already feeling it, right? Feeling it, bro. I'm looking at what one of the sisters have said, no uh, makeup for me then on a trip. I'm a, I'm a crier. You're a proper... Uh, Rebecca, you will... Trust me, you will cry at least twice on that trip, man. Fatima, Fatima is saying, I'm so excited for yeah. Israel. Well, you can join us. For people that are watching right now, you can join us. And I mean, the fun thing about this is we're just on an adventure with God. I believe there's going to be encounters out there. Yeah. Divine encounters with God. Mm. You know, prophetic Definitely. encounters. So. Oh, every, from the day you land, when you get to Israel, and like I said, I mean, I wasn't a big thing into the, into this, but when I landed, man, it's like you are walking where Jesus walked. You talk about walking like Jesus, right? You're walking the very footsteps of Jesus. You will see things and experience things like never before. It's an amazing place to be. Hallelujah. Whoa. Dr. Hugh, how long have we been on for? I don't what, know, nearly, man, but wait, we probably need to three, come ne- off Nearly now. three hours, I believe. Three hours. That's actually the Hallelujah. longest live program I've ever done. You've broken my Serious? record. And I've done probably more than 2,000 live hours of TV in, in my life, maybe more. But you've broken the record. No one's ever kept me on t- kept me on any program for more than you That know, is incredible. Three man. hours. That but is it's incredible. The Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of God. Yeah. I mean, and the views are still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah still, the views are still, still there. Glory to God. Jordan is saying, <laughs> One more hour, Jordan. <laughs> One more hour, please. <laughs> oh, oh, man alive. Wow. 
God is so, so good, isn't it? Yeah, God is great. And it it really is a pleasure. Look, just to fellowship, actually. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, what people don't realise is when me and you are on a phone call, this is how it is. This is how we are. We just fellowship. There's no performance. There's no masks. This is like you guys sitting in on one of our phone calls. Yeah. That's what it's like right now. That's how it should be. Amen. The body of Christ should be like exactly. This. Be I mean, preachers shouldn't just be preach mode all the time, That's preaching right. at each other. I mean, we just That's we right. live in this grace. That's Hallelujah. Right. Living it, living the grace of God. Hallelujah. And Him living in wow. us. Woo! <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's hard to actually finish this program. It's actually it really is hard. You, you know what, Doctor Hugh? This is how most of our church services yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go People on three hours, go four hours, and it's difficult yeah. to finish because the presence of God comes yeah. so potent and so yeah. tangible yeah. that man. Mahogany from New York is saying, yeah. what is the website? If you head on to our website, walkinglikejesus.org slash Israel, you will find the details mm-hmm. on that. Amen. Bless I'm just looking at a few um, comments. Mm. Mm. Nicole is saying, such a great evening. Thank you, Dr. Hugh and Pastor Daniel. Mm. Fatima is saying, we've been trained for it, Pastor Tanya. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been trained for long services. The, the Pragma people, they, they've been trained in <laughs> yeah. this. They're ready for revival. Amen. You know, They're ready Amen. for all-night prayer meetings and all sorts. Tanya saying, Amen. we're used to it every Sunday. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, listen, love you all. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Again, don't miss the services this coming weekend. Good Friday is happening. It's going to be great. We're going to have communion together. And that would be at 7 p.m. And then, of course, Sunday, Pragma Church, 4 p.m. And all the events we've got coming up this year. And then Israel, Feb 2024. We love you loads. And we shall see you next Wednesday. God bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Bye-bye. We will see an end-time harvest of souls in this nation. We're not here to promote religion. We're not here to promote some social club. We're here to lift up Jesus. Jesus still heals. Jesus still saves. And Jesus still changes lives. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a joy to bring you the Word of God in the comfort of your home. Why don't you comment below, click like, subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can be made aware of future content. Thank you for joining us today.